Ladies and gentlemen, it's your boy, Thicky Smalls, the king of intellectual immaturity. Gerard Michaels here thanking you for checking out Slick and Thick on the Gas Digital Network. We will have brand new episodes streaming for free every Monday and Friday at 1 p.m. Eastern, where we'll be joined by athletes, fighters, actors, adult entertainers, comedians, and people you've never heard of but you need to hear from, where you know we'll be discussing stories, politics, philosophy, success, failure, and everything in between. If you want access to all this content, sign up at gasdigitalnetwork.com right now with the promo code SNT to receive a seven-day free trial. With that subscription, you will get all of our episodes five full days before they go out on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else on the internet. Plus, you'll get the same access to all the podcasts that made Gas Digital famous like Legion of Skanks and Believe You and Me with Michael Bisbing. Over 15,000 hours of content for just $9 when you use the promo code SNT. If you don't want to subscribe to GasDigitalNetwork.com, do not fret, because your broke ass can get this podcast absolutely free on iTunes, Spotify, and anywhere else you find podcasts. Every Sunday and Wednesday, we'll release the episodes to those outlets where you have access to the latest 15 episodes for not a dollar. Now that the business is done, here are archived episodes that we made before joining the network. So if you've been following us for a while, you're a real G, and you already know, you heard this already. We have brand new episodes starting Monday, January 9th, 1 p.m. Eastern, for free on GasDigitalNetwork.com. Peace! Fill her up! You're listening to the Gas Digital Network. So on this awesome set, we we are here on location in Wilmington, North Kakalaki. North Kakalaki. North Kakalaki. Gerard Michaels here with the CEO of the RNC, Slick Mick the Ruler, Mickey Gall, and our special guest, our first female guest, Mick. Our first legit female guest. <laughs> we have the one, the only, Candace Horback. 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 <laughs> Horbacks. It's Horbach. You just call her Horbach. You just call her Horbach. Oh my God. Way. Who does that? I right know. out the jump, he calls our guest so Horbach. 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 Yeah. Horbach. Horbach. Everyone says Horbach because no one knows how to properly. We had this Polish masseuse actually correct us on how to say our last name. Really? Yeah. And I was like, well, I'm not going to argue she says with he's, her. He's, he's, he's Horbach. <laughs> yeah. yes. Basically. You say like, stupid name wrong. He's not pierogi. He's Horbach. So, uh, AKA Eva Lovia. Yes. Yeah. And uh, we're down here in the Capitol. Is that AKA or is that a so let's, F? 
K-A, at formerly known, known as. Or well, exactly. I feel current. like it's still current. It depends on the fan base. Because we were talking about this earlier. Mm-hmm. And now it's weird because I have like two totally separate sure. groups of people that know me. So some people, most people know me as Eva because I did yep. that for the longest. But I was actually at a comedy show recently. And someone's like, oh my gosh, you're Candace. You have totally. that, that podcast. I was like, ooh, that feels good. Yeah. Like, that's cool. And, the, and now you got a whole new uh, crowd. You got the sapiosexuals now. You got the people. Because you're very intellectual in your podcast. Very interesting. And you, you don't. You don't do a lot like you do industry, but for people that don't know about your podcast, you've interviewed scientists, doctors, neurosurgeons. Like you've gotten pretty into some some deep conversations there. Yeah, yeah. I mean, so what what made you want? To, well, first, let's before we get into like the actual interview aspect here, give me the top five cliched questions you get asked all the time. Our audience may not know, so let's just get it out of the way. What what are the top five questions you get asked all the time? And, and have to answer them. Yeah, or... give, give me the canned answer. Yeah, you yeah. Give it us yeah, anyway. so you could save us. Uh, uh, some bullshit, time from bullshit, asking, bullshit, bullshit. Yeah. that's what from it is. Asking though. The dumb shit. It's like sometimes you just want to like smack someone. You're like, why don't you ask me anything? How did you substance? get in the porn? How did you get sure. in? Um, how'd you come up with your name? Because uh, I mean, I actually kind of I don't regret my name, but it just gets mispronounced all of the time. My fake, both of them. Mm-hmm. So that there's that. Um, so I probably would have picked something a little bit easier. Um, what else does everyone ask me? Uh, did he pronounce it right? Lovia, yeah. Okay. But some people say like Lovia or Lovia, and they try to like make it this thing that well, we it's tried not. to sell a little show called uh, Made with Lovia, though. So I kind of like knew. Okay, it, you knew. Yeah, okay. but yeah, that's where the lemon crisps come from. Yeah. But yeah. Didn't work out. Nah, but I saw the star that you were before the studio did, man. I was they, they were like, she doesn't have crossover people. I'm like, you're fucking nuts, bro. Like, fuck, you kidding me? We did a test. We did a YouTube test. Didn't even put your name in it. Got like twenty five thousand views. I was like, yeah, put her on TV, dude. Like, it'll yeah. work. Uh, so okay, let's so, say yeah, let's, those let's, are two. So getting, how'd you get in? Uh, and um, how'd you well, let's your answer. Name? Go ahead for the people yeah. that don't know and aren't. You know, go give us the give us the thirty second answer. Okay, so I I started off doing bikini modeling and then got approached for doing webcamming. So I was like, okay, let's do this because I'm not showing anything. It was all implied. Mm-hmm. I got super bored. I also don't like. Um, entertaining like a live audience mm-hmm. via cam it's just not for me I don't have the patience I'm not nice enough I'm not gonna coddle them so mm-hmm. I was like mm-hmm. I want to do movies um, got into movies I just like sent in pictures so I was like I want to be in this on this website like do I audition like how so does this work so were you kind of groomed into it was there no, like no, an older no. dude I, that was I, like ooh no I sought it out mm-hmm. so it was you you yeah, sought yeah, it yeah. out mm-hmm. and you were like you this know. is what I want. I How would, old were you? I was. I got into webcamming when I was nineteen or twenty, and then I think my first film was around twenty-one, mm-hmm. and it was just with girls. I was obsessed with We Live Together. I don't know if you ever watched like those pornos, but mm-hmm. I was like, that looks so cool. It's this mansion in Miami, and it's all these hot girls running around, and I want to do that. I thought it was real, mm. so I was I was captured. Like, sorry guys, it's not real. Um, but I was like, how do I audition to be in this house? And like, just send us some pictures, and I did, and then like we'll fly you out. These are like the scene. Joe Francis days of like uh, I know the Girls name, Gone I Wild and oh like, I did a Girls Gone Wild thing too and that was like the worst set almost Girls I've Gone, ever been on well he, well he ended up going to jail for like a long time I think he's out, he's out well, yeah, now cause you can't like take a drunk girl and say hey sign this piece of paper and get naked yeah. for everyone to watch Like you, that is so unethical it's pretty incredible what a camera will do like we live down in, in Fort Lauderdale and we go out there do like man on the street type stuff and if you just went up to somebody and was like asked them a question they'd be like bro what's wrong with you but if you pulled a camera in front of somebody it's amazing what they'll it do it depends They're on the first it's crazy. Yeah. yeah, like I feel like a lot of females love that attention, but a lot of men are like, "Get that camera out of my face." Right. So it depends on the personality. Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm not like I would. I would be happy to watch a female on camera, but I also like I would be real happy to see a man on camera. But that's just you know, different strokes, <laughs> different folks, man. I mean, yeah, yeah. 
Not, not you though, Meg. Of course. Thanks. Yeah, it's nice Thanks. to see you. I was you. taking it personal. Yeah, it's nice. <laughs> yeah, you're you're almost naked on camera in front of millions of people. It's You've true. been naked on camera That's in front true. of millions of people. What's what's that like when you see people and they're like, "I'm a fan." And yeah, all three oh, of us kind of have like uh, I don't know, like weird jobs. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you're a comedian, I'm a fighter, and mm-hmm. you're so. Would you? This could be a good a third question. Is yeah. it you're a porn star? You're an adult film star? What do you? What's the vernacular? I don't care. Because I, I know like stu- like air, flight attendants don't like being called stewardesses. Yeah. So I, I wonder wrestlers if there's a, like to be known as sports entertainers. Well, I feel yeah. like if you get so hung up on your title that there's like something egoic happening happening there, right? Like it's like you are not okay with something that you're doing if you're right, right. hung up on the terminology. So I don't care what you call Ooh, me. That's a solid thing for like society, right? Yeah, for, well, that's, I don't that's, care. That's, that's you can, yeah, broad, like, don't yeah, label me. So I like that. No, totally. But if someone's like, "Oh, you're a whore for what you do," like that's fine. I'm gonna go about my day. It doesn't mm-hmm. affect me because I'm okay with the decisions that I made. So if someone's like, "You're a porn star," I'm like, "Well, yeah, technically I am." Or mm-hmm. if you're an adult entertainer, because they like, I feel like that's more for the other person than it is for me. Because sometimes when you're having that initial conversation, it's like so new to them. Like how many people meet someone from that industry? So it just like right. it gets them yeah, in a little weird bit more gentle. To, like talk to someone that they watched like have sex you know what i mean mm-hmm. especially like in our society kind of how it's like or most societies how it's kind of like behind closed doors type mm-hmm. things um so yeah i guess it, it could be touchy for them to like how to approach it but so the, what would you say is the was is the most accept is acceptable term um I think, like what's the pr- preferred yeah i think across the industry I think porn star is fine. And I think if you're in like a social setting where you're with like, a, we, we call them like civilians. I don't know why, but it Normies. is. Yeah, no, it's like so people not in, in the industry. Then ah, you would probably say adult entertainer because so it's softer. It's not like, hey, look at me. I want attention or like, let's get yeah. the, atten- you know, the ear of the guy all the way across the room. So it's just a little bit yeah. um, more subtle. That's that's funny that you guys use the term civilian. I think like also like fi- fighters will, will in ways too. And like sometimes it feels almost like a, like kind of almost like stuck up where it's like i'm acting like i'm a military person like because that's where kind of you mm-hmm. think it, yeah, you know like someone sure. in the mil- in the army whatever but like if you will say like i'll say sometimes watching a f- like a fight with a non-fighter or like i guess you call it a civilian mm-hmm. could be brutal so be like just fucking elbow him in the head bro you yeah. know what i mean yeah and like it's brutal it's like, uh, take his back you don't think he thought of that yeah. you don't think he would <laughs> knock him out yeah good idea good idea you know? that's a good idea that's a good uh, yeah, yeah you should probably do that like yeah, yeah. Hey, Mick, you ever thought about not getting punched in the face good idea bro that's, that's thanks great. man thank you why did good i idea. fuck wow. oh, i'm an idiot why yeah. did i think of that tell me a yeah. joke bro you're a comedian tell me a joke yeah there you go well do comedians call civilians or non-comedians normies 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 that's even the more normies. insulting, I think. Yeah, yeah but, we're, but, we're, but we're trying to insult them, though. It's like, all right, normies. It's intentional. Like, yeah, like, yeah. shut up, dude. Like, right. yeah, I did comedy. I did comedy a couple times in college. You know, I was going to be a comedian, but I like money, bro. So, <laughs> 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 yeah. so, yeah, it had nothing to do with you being fucking unbearingly unfunny. It has to do with, wow, it's just, yeah, life, life got That leads yeah. me to another question. Um, what got you into it? Was it the money? Was it like a passion no. for it? Like what? Where, where were you at? Certainly not the money. I had no idea even what that range was. Um, and I would highly advise no one get into it for the money because most people don't make anything, which mm. is shocking. Um, it's going to sound weird, but I've just like always been attracted to like the power that women that 
own their sexuality have like it's mm. kind of like this really powerful energy that they sit in and i was always attracted to you know like the bunnies the carmen electras pamela anderson's like there's something really special about this one type of person who can command a room mtv singled and out i want to Electra and jenny mccarthy yeah. i was like, like i want to oh, learn yeah. how to do she that it's a superpower yeah wanted, totally yeah. i get i get that that makes sense uh, the, yeah. you know that's talking talking about normies and, and military you know one of the big sayings is on the other side of fear is freedom right so i mean once you conquered the fear of being like all right i'm gonna i mean i'm gonna be super vulnerable i'm gonna expose myself to this world were you hoping that nobody would ever know it was you were you no no because i wanted to be a big name i would say i was more scared of like mediocrity like more scared of just like mm. being like everyone else and getting a regular job and getting stuck in mm -hmm. this life that really had no purpose for me like I just I've never been comfortable in a crowd I've moved around a ton mm -hmm. so I never had like a solid group of friends it was always like being thrown in a lion's den every time you go to a new school because kids are freaking awful to each other yeah kids you moved mean. around you moved a lot like, around a lot a yeah my mom just always was like new job new dude new state whatever gotcha. it was and um we well, just do you think that kind of led to it was your mom promiscuous do you think like you so your open openness towards sexuality and stuff like that as opposed to being in a more repressed environment i wouldn't say she was promiscuous but i would say that she definitely like exuded a lot of sexual energy like that was always important for mm -hmm. like a night how she identified mm -hmm. um and then obviously like not having a dad so everyone's gonna be like daddy issues but uh, everyone daddy has issues. everyone has daddy issues like most people do yeah so, Oedipus. Yep. Oedipus has daddy issues um sure. so i mean issues. i think like your life and the accumulation of everything that happens to you kind of leads to your decisions and i also believe in fate and mm -hmm. it's like this weird dance between like fate and free will yeah it's almost like in a weird way, the porn industry is very, very interesting to me from like, like I, I am a huge fan of like human behavior and I, I always try to break things down to the most basic levels. Like Mick and I have talked about this a lot on the podcast and it's like, you know, evolutionary lag. I'm a huge believer in, in a lot of the issues we're having today. I'm, you know, we shout out the Brett Weinstein podcast and Dark Horse and talk about evolutionary lag and how society has gotten so much far further ahead of where our evolution as beings has gotten, right? And it fascinates me, right? Because what is everybody on earth doing everything for? Sex. They're doing everything to... Sex or power. But, but sex is power, right? Like, I mean, to ask power. Harvey Weinstein. It's First like you get it's, the money, then you get the power, then you get the women. That's It's literally yeah. the currency of the world. Like, the, the whole Iliad and the Odyssey is a 20-page war over two dudes fighting over abroad. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's... Helena Troy. Then you Must look at it, pussy. and there's billions of people who watch porn, but nobody ever admits that they do. Mm -hmm. And then you talk about a porn star, and it's like, you guys are, are you know, it's taboo, taboo in society. Right? Yeah. Except that the biggest stars in the world are porn stars. Like... Kim Kardashian's a porn star. You can't say it in any other terms. And she, yeah. she's meeting with the president. You know, yeah. Cardi B is a, a actual, literal whore. Mm -hmm. She literally had sex for money. And I don't mean that in any disparaging way. I'm talking by the very definition of the word. You know, and in addition to that, like, you know, she drugged people and stuff like that, too. But and she is the number one pop star in the world, unequivocally the biggest act in the world, you know. And, and you know, and if we want to talk about gender inequality, it's kind of bullshit. All right. That like Kim Kardashian is worth a billion dollars. But Ray J is out here struggling. All right. <laughs> we want to talk about feminism and stuff. We need we need fifth wave, fifth wave menonism, you know, free, free Ray J. Kim Kardashian out here meet with the presidents. Ray J ain't meet with the president. Anyway, I digress. The whole, but so when you look at that dichotomy and you look at that double standard do you think that a it's getting better and b how do you explain that as it is like why does that exist why do people have an issue with it like, the why double is the standard there like yeah it? the hypocrisy 
I mean, there's still a lot of residual shame, I think, specifically in the U.S. when it comes to sexuality. Residual shame? What yeah. do you mean by that? Well, like, so we obviously came from, um, like, a Christian... The Judeo- Puritan background? Right. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? And that was deeply instilled in a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, you, that that's going to take a long time to completely go away. And it's not to say, like, everyone should be out there filming themselves on camera and being totally promiscuous because, like, there's a line with everything. Like, I think everything needs guardrails. Otherwise, you have chaos. Um, but there, you can't you can't ignore the fact that there's always going to be outliers and there's always going to be rebels and people that just like kind of live on the fringes of society. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't mean that everyone should do it, but you should allow the space for that as long as it's not negatively affecting anybody else. Um, But I think, yeah, a lot of it has to do with religion. And then we're just not taught that sex is supposed to be pleasurable or, um, I don't want to say recreational, but like it can, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Like it doesn't have to be just for marriage, just for kids, which was the conversation for a really long time. So like now we're redefining what does sex mean and does it have to mean love? And to me, that was like the most dangerous thing we could tell our girls was, you know, sex only means love because then you have sex with someone and you're locked in with them for the rest of your life because you thought you gave something away that you can never get back. And now you're stuck with this loveless marriage and li- like living this life without any meaning. So you have to like define what sex means to you. And so many of us don't want to have that conversation because sex makes us squeamish and we're embarrassed. Yeah, you know I, like even this conversation right now, the Irish Catholic in me is like, she said sex like five like times. Like I have to go do five pale <laughs> yeah, marriage. Like, uh, you know what I mean? So yeah. it's you'd be shocked at how many people DM me and they're like, I don't know how to tell my husband like what I want in bed, or I don't know how to tell mm. my wife what oh. I want in bed, and that's so crazy, that's crazy. to me. I'm like, you should be that the most crazy. free and that's open. That's where you gotta, yeah, yeah. You know yeah. what I mean? You're gonna hopefully spend the rest of your life with that person. I've so been explore. there. We've talked about this. I've been in that situation. But why? Why the shame? Like you have the shame with the yeah. person that you said I do with. That's yeah. nuts. So what you have to ask yourself: Where's that coming from? Is this serving me? And then do I want to continue to feel these things? Because if the answer is no, mm-hmm. you can reprogram that. Absolutely, you take some time and uncomfortable conversations. But like, what kind? What do you want yourself? Well, I, I would push like. back on that and say that I think that that's a woman problem because, like, I feel like sometimes what is a, no, what is no. a woman no, because problem? women. It's been my experience like women use sex as like a commodity, like oh you know like do something say something online that like a feminist doesn't like and the first thing they say is like oh this dude ain't getting no pussy like it's like they use sex as like do what I want to do or you're sleeping on the couch like how many times have we heard that trope you know what I mean so it's like. And a lot of times, sometimes there's a trade right. Off. Like it's, it's like, almost like there, your girl could be like your drug dealer. Yeah, and it's she like could withhold that. Yes, if you, if, exactly. If it was like, hey, I think that we should do this thing that you think is freaky. You know what I mean? But and then it's like, okay, I'll do that. But you got to do this. And it's like, nah, I don't want to make that trade off. Well, that's like a personality thing too in and of itself like do you want to be in a relationship with someone that is doing like tit for tat no absolutely absolutely not I would never subject myself to something like that if they were never that's how so you end far, up with an Amber Heard. <laughs> <knock on water. laughs> That's how you end up with an Amber Heard, though, right? It's like you make these little, these little grumpy. No, like these women Shitty? that, like, <laughs> yeah, you end up with shit in your yeah. bed. No, you have to look for these like telltale signs with with your partner, and it's like, are they respecting you? Are they the same person to you when when they're upset as when they're level headed? Right? Like, you want someone that mm. that doesn't disrespect you just because you're in a fight, or mm. doesn't go sleep with your best friend because you're in a fight, or doesn't mm. like withhold sex or money. Like, you they're know, not competing. Yeah. With you, they're yeah, not like it's, it's not. not the, the, well, there's not. There's not looking for leverage within the con. Within right. The, like, the, are yeah. you the same person now and and later? Like, if we divorce, I did this episode with Tom Billu, and um, I hope it resonated with a lot of people. He's like, I don't care if my wife cheats on me with a hundred dudes, and we get in a we get a divorce. I'm still gonna give her half. I'm gonna still have a civil 
civil divorce. Like, I'm not going to, like, try to go after her because that's who I am. I'm not someone mm. who's going to go be vengeful, right? I'm not I'm not a vengeful person. No, Tom Bell is a better man than me. Yeah. I, I, I mean, could, you cheat, I could you cheat be on me with 100 dudes, I'm probably going to be like, yeah. I'd like, I'd rather everything you're, be nice, you, yeah. you know? Let, yeah. those, like, let those yeah. dudes give you the money. I, you don't get my money after that. I'm sorry. Yeah. No. <sighs> I don't know. I don't think women like the the whole idea of people getting half anyway is antiquated. Like it was it was it from a time when people didn't work. Well, it depends though. Like did did she help support you? Did she help with the business? Like sure. is that your partner? Like Should there be arbitration then? Like like why do they just get half? Because you guys are a partnership. Yeah, but I didn't dissolute. I didn't I didn't dissolve the partnership. She went and had sex with 100 dudes. But why did she have sex with 100 dudes? Because she wanted to have sex with 100 dudes. Maybe, maybe not. 100 dudes is a lot of dudes. Maybe, maybe not. Maybe, maybe not. So if you're you're in a business yeah, could party. You could, you, could you justify that? Like, I personally wouldn't do that. I would leave the relationship before I felt like I had you, to yeah. do that. You know what I mean? Yeah, but I, in a business. If I embezzle money from you, mm-hmm. you're going to be like, well, we started a business together. It's it's a breach of trust. It's a, it's a, it's a, it's a, you broke the contract. Okay, so then how would you divide assets then? What's yours is yours and what's mine is mine. But what yeah. if you started a business together? All right, then we split that half. Mm-hmm. Sure. Right. You know, I mean. and I, I But I get, I get what you're saying also. Where like if she, you know, she's supporting and he he's earning money and doing, or, you know, even vice versa. Yeah. Um, like, at, you know, when it splits, they shouldn't get nothing for, and like, oh, all the money that we were, we were making is all mine now. Because it yeah, was technically coming in my, right. my way. Sure. But, yeah. but, uh. Yeah, I don't know. Look, it's, and it's look this could be like... a personality flaw of mine, right? Because you know, Michael Franzese would talk about somebody. You know, you give somebody a hundred bucks. It's from it's from a Bronx tale. Chaz said the same thing. So you give somebody a hundred bucks, he doesn't pay you back. You just you paid a hundred bucks to get rid of the, one of the worst people in your life. What do you really care about it? Right. That hundred bucks would bother me forever. Oh yeah, that's not good. That hundred bucks would like I'd, I'd want every time I see that dude, I'm like, sup, dude. You know what I'm saying? Like I don't. So there's yeah. a level of maturity I'm sure that I personally don't have. And in that sort of relationship situations, like if I feel like I was wronged, I can't be a sucker in, in the come out either. You know what I'm saying? Like I can't yes. be like, I can't, I, I can't be a sucker here. No way, man. Like you made a decision. I don't wish you ill, but at the same time, no, like no. Well, I think it comes down to just being fair and it's taking the emotions out of it and then just doing what's fair, right? Mm-hmm. So if like, if you guys made the decision together that she was gonna stay at home and take care of everything there and take care of the kids and give up her career, then she should get something. It shouldn't be like, for you sure. get for nothing sure. because I'm mad at you. Because- no doubt. But then what does, is there like a penalty sanctioned on what, it, what if, if she were to ha- uh, go and have sex with a hundred guys, should then like does that cut into like is that what you're saying as well, Gerard? Well, for, like, well first of that- all, first of all, I think again going back to evolution, I, I think monogamy is stupid. I think it's 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 a it's a bar by which it's unbelievable. Like imagine being in a relationship with somebody 365 days a year for 10 years. That's 3,650 days. If you had slept with one person one of those days, that's a failed marriage. Mm-hmm. So you, if you went three, like imagine you were a football player, you were a quarterback, and you went three thousand six hundred and fifty-three and one, you'd be the greatest of all time at anything right. that you did. You had one bad day, and now it's like you're a cheater, you're it's a over. failure, yeah, yeah, dude. And then like you, you interact with so many people, uh, like so. But again, it comes back to evolutionary lag. Like monogamy comes from the fact that what's the definition of evolutionary lag? Just for so evolutionary lag, right? So like you've been saying the species. 
evolves on a certain level in relationship to technology and resources. Correct. Right. So, like, we went from being cavemen to having civilized societies. In the past, there wasn't as much resources. Yes. And since the Industrial Revolution, our society has evolved at an exponential rate above what our species has evolved. There's food in the grocery stores. Correct. There's There's no resource, like, there's There's no resource scarcity. Correct. So, like, presentism is the biggest logical fallacy people can have. Where we look at something that happened even 200 years ago. Through the like this morning, we were at the the best Western, not a good Western, not a great Western, the best Western, and they have the best waffles. And I'm sitting there at a freaking continental breakfast in North Ka- North Kakalaki, and I have a Belgian waffle with fresh whipped cream and some strawberries on it. And I look at Mick, and I'm like, bro, I would have had to been a French prince to have, to eat like this 200 <laughs> years ago. Like I like to have this dessert for breakfast, I would have had to have been born into the Habsburg dynasty like 200 yeah. years ago. You know what I'm saying? So evolutionary lag. Like we think of things in terms of how we live today and then we look at people as barbarians for the things that they did 150 years ago, but you've never gone to sleep once in your life legitimately thinking somebody might come My through the village. Your, yeah, you know, like, hey, I need to store up as much food as possible because there's a winter coming. We never had to deal with that. So what does that have to do at all with what I'm talking about? Monogamy. Monogamy yeah. comes from the fact that a woman could only have a baby essentially once a year. Right. So a man would take on multiple women so that he could build his tribe. He needed workers to till the field. He needed warriors to defend the village. His sons and daughters built the tribe. So if he takes on 10 women, now because the resources are are scarce, if one of those kids ends up not being his, that woman's not trustworthy. He can't waste the resources on that. On someone else's kid. Yeah, so that's where this like sort of stuff comes from. And then the woman has to be with the man because she doesn't want to get replaced by a younger woman who's got more childbearing ages and stuff like that. So there's like a whole, now that being said, Intellectually, we've evolved past that to a point where we should be able to know that, okay, that, we don't need that anymore. That's kind of dumb. But at the same time, you feel that insecurity, your hormones spike. You don't matter how much you know intellectual maturity or emotional maturity you have, you see somebody with somebody that you like, it still spikes an emotional feeling. It's a fight or flight feeling that we have from our evolution inside of us. It's not about like being immature. There's a literal emotional feeling. Well, that- what's immature, though, is people that don't work on trying to master those emotions. So it's not to say that they don't come up. And it probably is the same with fighting. Like, most people, when they get into a fight, it's so, like, foreign to us. We have no mm. idea you're going to, like, freeze, uh, flee, or fight. I tend to be a freezer. Like, that's probably what I would end up doing. But if you train at it and you work at it, then you can go into you it. You train clean- that fight or flight. Right. Kind of. Because so what would happen if you, what, what would happen if you were, like, one of those fainting goats? You go into the ring and like you're there to do a job but you didn't work on mastering your reptile brain and you just freeze you would have no career right right so it's like anything else for some reason when it comes to jealousy or anger we're like i'm not responsible for those Mm -hmm. those are just Mm -hmm. reactions. you're saying that you need Mm -hmm. to kind of train and and uh work your that jealousy muscle 100 everyone psychoanalyze and you know yeah because what does it come from like what like if you think about jealousy like what are you scared of like what is the thing that's making that come up? You're, you're um, gonna lose the other person, essentially, right? Yeah, per, yeah, I think so. I mean, I guess it would be like it. It would probably be almost like from an insecurity place of feeling like I'm not enough. Mm. You know what I mean? Like well, I would, I would think like if you know, if me, if 
my, if uh, it was like my my girlfriend, like personally, I I uh, I wouldn't want like I wouldn't want to be in like an open relationship. Like if if it was like my girl, I wanted to just be mine. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Uh, do you do you feel the same way? Or do you are you more I, not fluid <laughs> um, with that? But well, you know. dude, I mean, like I've I've evolved into like really liking being intimate. You know, we, right. we talked about that. Like, you know, when I was younger and I was, you know, in the minor leagues and stuff like that, I'd have a girl at home. There was nothing easier than picking up girls at the bar when you had a girl. As as horrible as it is to say, because you could just you can just flirt with everybody. You say whatever you want. You be as ratchet as you want. And throw if, that spaghetti up on the wall. Yeah, dude. It, if it, if it don't work, you just you go home to the girl that you like. It's a horrible thing, you know. But I as I got older and went through that, like breaking somebody's heart, uh, you know, and then getting into that tit for tat aspect of like, oh yeah, you think you can, you know, like let, watch this, and then it's like, oh, like the, the, I just don't want the game. I don't want to play the game. I don't like the games. I want to find somebody, and you don't realize it. Like when you're younger, all you want to do is have sex. It's like you got to prove to the world you can have sex, and then after you've had sex, you realize sex isn't that hard to find. Intimacy is hard to find, mm-hmm. and you know that kind of like whole idea of like Netflix and chill. The Netflix and chill part is the cool part. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like having somebody after, you know, the 20 minutes of fun to sit there for the next hour that you actually enjoy them being around is a difficult find. So I've come to like really appreciate that. Yeah, that's harder to find than as a guy, someone that you stick your dick in. Yeah. You know what I mean? So you want to spend hours with. Look at where we live. If you want to find somebody every single day, you can find somebody. Right. It's just a numbers game. Right. You know, talk to 20 people and get one of them. But like, can you find somebody that you want to see every single day that you want? Like when you come home, you're like legitimately happy to see them. I've only ever had that like really once in my life where I was legitimately happy that somebody was there when I was home. And that sucks when you lose that. You know, it's like, it's real shitty, man. But at the same time, like, you know, you also don't want to feel like they're stopping you from the fun things of life. So I, I, I don't, to answer your question, I think the idea of an open relationship is way better than the application see, I of feel, an open relationship. I feel like in... Uh, Candace could probably say more of this, but I, I would be like jealous. Like I, I'm, that would ma- it would make me jealous. It would make me like grossed out, kind of. Like I wouldn't want to think of mm-hmm. someone that I'm intimate, intimate like that mm-hmm. with, mm-hmm. like someone that I would care about that deeply to be be like my girl. Like I wouldn't, I couldn't think of them, you know, with someone else doing like those same kind of things. You know what I mean? Looking at them like that type of way mm-hmm. and all that. Well, well Candace, tell me if if I'm wrong. I mean, you basically equated it to. You know how Mickey has to desensitize himself well, to the violence. Je- he he. Then you can train yourself to defend, desensitize yourself to that jealousy. I wouldn't even say descend, desensitize. I would say just like have a better understanding of what it is. And you don't have to be in an open relationship, obviously, to experience jealousy. Like I would, and this is probably gonna sound crazy to a lot of people, but I see the most ugly, like unbridled jealousy from monogamous couples. It's the couples that are in like some kind of atypical relationship that actually do don't experience that? it. That they're, the jealousy in monogamous couples, like how? It's like if she goes out to a bar with her girlfriends, like he, the guy's at home losing his mind. If she wears a dress that he thinks is too revealing, he loses is that her more mind. more controlling than jealousy? That's is absolutely it? jealousy. Yeah, it's, it's jealousy. Absolutely, yeah. Or if like someone, a guy dares to come up to her at a bar because she doesn't have a ring on, then like he needs to fight that dude. 
Like that's unchecked. Like you're. I think all that stuff is over the top. Yeah, all that's crazy. Anyone who's doing that shit, that's fucked up. Girls going through their dudes' phones all the time. Why'd you like this girl's picture? That's a lot. Instagram stuff's a lot. It's crazy. It's crazy, and it's unrealistic to think. And again, even if you're in a monogamous relationship, because that's like what ninety, probably like ninety five percent of the population is in 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 our country is probably in a monogamous relationship. Or at least that's how they would define how they would define it. But if you expect your partner not to even notice beauty or notice attraction Mm -hmm. that's an unrealistic bar to set and if if your relationship is so fragile that him just noticing a pretty girl or you you noticing an attractive man is going to shatter that i would have to question like the foundation of your relationship like what kind of relationship is that it is not going to weather any storm that's not that's not a marriage that's not something Mm -hmm. that you can build a life on you need to be able to fucking go through the trenches with that person and it's like no matter and i think that's kind of where my husband and i like have kind of found our thing it's like it wasn't easy like we got in a ton of fights like it, there was a what lot of conversations my career or career okay. yeah, yeah. yeah 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 but it's like, after going through something so difficult and like so emotionally straining it's like we can handle anything sure. now you know what i mean if he like if yeah. he fucks up in whatever way if he like gambles something away or if he sleeps with somebody or if he, i fuck, catch him lying it's not i'm gonna implode my relationship i'm gonna take the kids away from him mm-hmm. i'm gonna try to make sure he has nothing it's absolutely not that it's, it's bigger like, than that moment like I want this to work out no matter what so like we need to sit down we need to figure out why the fuck you did this how do we heal from it and move forward and how do I prevent it from happening it kind of makes sense almost the way like that working out like you go through that pain Mm -hmm. to to grow sure the same thing like going through like having to uh, confront those feelings and emotions you having sex with other people him having to know about it like that would it would make you know him it would make him stronger you know, like it would I make guess. it would make him. It would. I would I t- first I would of all, say. look, everybody's not the same. It takes a special type of guy. Yeah, he's not. It takes a yeah. special yeah. type of guy. It takes For like sure. a, a special no, type have of to dude be that's like confident. Yeah, and like, like hey, hey, honey, how was work? It's like yeah, nah, like it's like that's yeah. a tough one, bro. Like you know, you just just sitting there in the dark Respect all day, Mr. like H. with the light and everything. Yeah, yeah like you know, absolutely was not doing that. <laughs> he's just, he had yeah, very he's, much had his own life. He's just sitting there mining. He's just sitting there like playing. He's just sitting there playing like online poker, waiting for you to get home. Like, no, no, no. Like kitchens on the table. Like, yeah, dude, I don't yeah, know. But that's what people think that, though. They And then you're like, oh, a simp or um, a cuck or something. And no, like, he's a fucking beast. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, he is, he's not someone who just, like, waited home, like, twiddling his thumbs. Mm-hmm. Like, he's he's great at everything he does and he's very confident and he, you have to be mm-hmm. so yeah, it's like a sure. huge misconception a lot of people are like oh like it takes a cuck to do that like no it takes a fucking man to be able to do that because you have to confront your own darkness with that because that's what it is it's mm-hmm. like challenging these beliefs that have been installed in you and you might not know why and maybe you end up back where you started and you're like yes I absolutely want to be monogamous and I'm not okay with that and that's totally cool yeah, it could but be how many people you, have explored that yes. well, there's, no there's, no more no, there's more than the emotional aspect to it though there's more than the emotional aspect because I mean, this is a this is a high risk activity that you're doing, right? So they they have to have the trust and the faith in you that you're doing the right things. That you're not doing like drugs and shit like that. That you're not doing. But that's not, not industry based. That's in like, general, right? Like you have to trust your partner if she's going out drinking. Like what prevents for sure, you from doing drugs? For sure. No, yeah. no, it's not about the, well, not the drugs aspect, but I mean, like you know, you don't want to like catch something, bring it home to your husband or something like that. So right. I mean, you know, there there has to be like a lot of trust in that person that they're being the most mature person in like a high risk environment. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, I mean, you guys are, you know, in, in a lot of ways, it's like stunt being a stunt person. 
You know, you're going out. Or a fighter, though. Right. Like there's mm-hmm. like you're you're this you're the wife at home. You have kids and you're sending your husband out to go possibly get pummeled. Sure. So the conversation, it's interesting. I think it gets so charged because it has to do with sexuality. But there's like a huge parallel between what I do and you do, which is we both make money off of our bodies. And there's an inherent risk to mm-hmm. what we're both doing. Mm-hmm. But it's like right. this is what lights me up. This is what I want to be doing. And it's actually a lot of crossover. A lot of crossover. You lay on top of men, he lays on top but of men. There's <laughs> <laughs> a ton of crossover. You get pounded, he gets pounded. It's like almost the same thing. Are you sure you're not in the UFC? Yeah, right. Let me see your ears. You got cauliflower ears? No, but what I'm saying is no one's trying to make fighting illegal that I'm aware of, right? Or no one's No, they did to... though. They used to. So part of that pure the puritanical stuff oh, is like fault. the UFC in the beginning, um, they had to overcome all that stuff. And then they had to be like hyper regulated, like the early UFC. But it was crazy. Like you could bite, you can like stomp people in the nuts and stuff like that. So, I mean, for a long time, uh, mixed martial arts was illegal in this country. For sure, it was. Yeah. Yeah. Um, John McCain called it human cockfighting. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. They they weren't into it at first. My mind was going down. That's all good. Um, But but also, I mean, listen, there there is the other side of it too. Like you can be Jennifer freaking Aniston. And have to trust your husband to be on set with Angelina Jolie every day. No, that didn't work out. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So it's like, you know, it's like, hey, you know, Brad Pitt's coming home every night. He's like, it's just an actress, now, baby. We just got to act like we're married for six months together But that's not set. different than like the, you know, someone that works with you at the office. Like if you're, if you're in the Happens environment. In, correct. You know what I mean? You, where you do, see. Where do 87, what was it? 89, I think I read. 89% of all uh, affairs happen with. Because it's who you see you every day. With. Yeah. Yeah. What do you think the biological reasons are for the like the jealousy and like those those types of like emotions? I'm gonna ask you biologically. It seemed like you said uh, kind of almost like an indoctrination, like what's instilled in you and like what's like kind of like I think it's in, both, you know? right? Because like you want paternity paternity certainty. I think right. it's a huge paternity certainty for men. You got great terms. You're so <laughs> yeah. good with it's terms. Guys too. You are so good with you terms. Your, what was it? What lag? Huh? Evolutionary lag. Evolutionary that's lag. Not, that's not mine. I, I stole that from a smart guy, Brett Weinstein. She, what was it? The first one that you did? I, I'm gonna watch this back. You yeah. got some, I don't know. You're, you're, you got We're some terminology bombs but, Well, here. did you know when the baby comes out, it looks like just like the dad? Yeah, so he, yes, so exactly. So he doesn't kill it. He's yep. like, yes, this is mine. Yeah. Um, so most of the times, that's what happens. Um, so I think that's like a huge part of the monogamy and the jealousy. Mm-hmm. It's like, mm-hmm. I don't want to use my resources on someone else's baby, and sure. that makes sense. But again, like as you mentioned, we're in a new space now, and you have the ability to overcome your biology. And sometimes that's for our benefit, and then sometimes it's at our demise, but you have to decide that. And I think we're at this place where we can live like these very curated lives. So we don't have to be so cookie cutter mm-hmm. like the 50s mm-hmm. where dad was going to the madman office and the sure, wife was right. in the heels cleaning like you get to decide what but your they life weren't is. though they weren't though right so like that that goes back to evolutionary lag we look at that through the lens of that's how what was happening but that wasn't what was happening they were living lives the same way we were it just was being documented 24 7 there was a certain amount of like a guy had a mistress on the side and the whole rule was like don't bring it home like don't don't embarrass me. Right. And it was like a certain level of like, okay, she's going on a girls trip. I look, don't ask, don't tell. There was women a weren't level. really doing girls well, trips. The whole, no, well, go back to Victorian times. The whole reason to get married was the the freaking priest would check your virginity, mm-hmm. and then once you were married, you could do whatever the hell you wanted afterwards because that that line was now crossed. Like so, like 
you know, the, the kings and soiled. Yeah, <laughs> unless you were quote unquote middle class. The people that have always been free in this world have been the ultra wealthy doing whatever they want and the ultra poor who didn't get it's the people in the middle who have always got to like ooh I can't be labeled I you know if I if I attract too many men I'll be burnt at the stake as a witch you're a witch by the way there's no I way I get burnt yeah. every day on social media it's a modern day all. witch trial yeah well actually totally. it, it, I don't want to pivot off of this because this Wait, is a good I, conversation no, so I have, I, the reason just I remind me of that with the witch remind me that with the I, witch yeah alright so I brought it up because so you know how there's the double standard where a guy has sex with a lot of girls, he's a stud, mm -hmm. and uh, a female has sex with a lot of guys, she's a slut. Correct. Right? Yeah. Um, I think like, I think the reason for that is if the three of us went and start, started knocking on doors on this street, I walked up and was like, oh, open doors, a female, uh, want to have sex? I get, are you crazy, creep, close the door? If you did it, First guy who opens the door would probably be like, like, yes, 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 I do. Are you, you want to come in? Like, you know what I mean? Yes, where it's I almost would. like, uh, yeah, like, so I think there's like there's something know, there where it's like, it's, like, it's easier for like guys just want to, like, you know, kind of, yeah, stick it in something, you know what I mean? So it's like, it's kind of, I think there's, bro, like, there, this there's is why a, I said, like, before, you're 100% right. This is why I think a lot of guys have been in a relationship for a year or two years, like, they're like, oh, I wish we could be in an open relationship. You wish you could be in an open relationship on for your side a week, bro. Because if you open that door, she's got carte blanche to do whatever yeah. she wants, yeah. whenever she I, wants. You gotta go out there and, like, do work, man. You gotta go out there and you gotta put in work. Like, even if you go on Tinder and you gotta start lining up babes and stuff like that, right. you gotta take you them gotta, out to dinner, you gotta go the roll rigmarole it's she's just like she's like oh, i i got i got a spot between she could just be like hey like like want to have sex and the guy would be like she could send a she could send a pick she could send a pick hey does this look cute yeah. i'll be there in five like yeah. literally like so the idea of the open relationship it always seems like a good idea until it's like everyone has rules though i've never met anyone in an open relationship that it was just a free for all that's I've that's never crazy to me the whole idea of doing no, it is no, being no. free and open how is the point of having rules there freedom without any boundaries is actually like the most imprisoning thing so no so there's this is the most in prison yeah mm. can you explain that so they've done this in. did you unpack that yeah, yeah. <laughs> let me unpack that so they've done this in uh, like a lot of psych 101 classes so you'll, you'll go in and the professor will come in and he'll say let's play a game you guys want to play a game they'll say yeah sounds like jigsaw and I th jordan peterson talks about this and he'll pick someone and he'll be like okay you start and the student will freeze because they're like, well, I don't know the rules of the game. What's mm -hmm. the game? Like, I don't know what to do. Uh, so you have to have some kind of rules. There has to be some kind of That makes a lot of sense. Because you're like, well, I, I don't know. Yeah. And again, if you're married, especially, and you're building a life together, you have responsibilities. Uh, it's not uh. like these renegades that are out there just living completely lawless. Hmm. So there's absolutely still parameters. Like the only way an open relationship works is with solid trust and solid communication and solid boundaries. Hmm. And you can still break those. So when someone like, if you have um, an argument in a relationship, if someone goes beyond those boundaries, it's actually a really shitty place to be because all of your friends and everything like, well, you guys are open anyways why do you care so you're not even going to get the support you're, right because they're, they're like they're you brought this on your yourself emotions. right and it's like no 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 everyone has boundaries mm -hmm. that's what allows you to have mm -hmm. freedom mm -hmm. yeah so like that's interesting the rules mm -hmm. so like do you guys have like 
It's because, you know, we're talking, we're taking a long drive. We're playing, you know, dumb games like guys do. And it's like, yo, what's your top five, like, celebrity fucking, you know? But, like, you're in a situation where you can't have a celebrity hall pass because you could probably run in them DMs and be like, yo, it's popping. <laughs> like, you know, like, you can't, like, nah. Like, what were you telling me? You were telling me the story of, oh, like... Oh, no, so it's, uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. Is it King of Queens? Um, I still love that show. that show. I yeah, love that show, yeah. too. That was, I'd take that over Seinfeld. Yeah, it was uh, so good. I, that was one of my favorites. So, um... Doug, uh, Kevin James, and Carrie are talking. Was it Lee Remini? Mm-hmm. T- and uh, she, he's like, all right. So if you could have like your one like hall pass, so it would be. She's like, I. She's like, ah, oh, like Brad Pitt or like George Clooney or something like that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay, baby, what about you? He's like, uh, the girl who does your nails. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, 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 I can do that. I'll t- yeah, I'll yeah, that one I can you know get. I mean? I yeah. Keep, yeah, yeah, keep my sights on. You know, <laughs> not fair. Yeah. I, I'm not gonna meet Brad Pitt. Like, I love the whole like celebrity hall pass thing. Like, just 100. percent Of course, they would do us. Like, yeah, 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 like, yeah right. Like, I go up to. I'm, I'm, I bet this might Scarlett happen Johansson, to you. Bro. Yeah, it's you, like you can get her. You just got to yeah, get in a room. I see her in like West Hollywood. It's like, hey, Scarlett. Um, it's a little bit awkward, but you're my hall pass. So, uh, <laughs> so what do you want to do? This I got. I'm over here at the standard. Do you think uh, that's ever happened to someone? Yes. Yeah. There what do you ha- mean? Like, like a- do you think like any A-list celebrity has had some random Joe Schmo come up to them and say, "Hey, some civilian, you, you're my yeah. hall pass." Like, can it, we? I don't think it's ever been successful. I bet you, I, I actually. You don't think it's ever been successful? I think, no, I don't think male to female. I think oh, I female. To Brad Pitt yeah. type, yes, I bet you that's happened. Mm-hmm. I, I would. I, would I mean, isn't assume. that what a groupie is essentially? Like, yeah, Basically. you just get backstage guess, and yeah. it's like, yeah. oh, you know, hey, you know. But but you mean actually the hall pass being yeah. utilized? Yeah, I wonder. Give yeah, me, it's like ba- yeah. you, name, you gave me the name names, pass. name names, Candace. Who's slitting in DMs? Name I can't names. Do that. Here's some blue check that. marks. I don't believe name it. names. Calling people out. No, no. The, the, the only way to live in life is with no rules. No, <laughs> no, no, no. All right, just blink twice if it was Charlie Sheen. <laughs> actually, no, 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 never. Really? Mm-mm. She goes actually no. Actually, no. Surprisingly, the only one that he hasn't gone into their DMs, I guess. Yeah. Dude, I was seeing this girl, and she she was actually an OnlyFans girl, and um. Uh, this dude from The Walking Dead like kept sliding in her DMs and I wanted to be like, bro, chill. Some of them, yeah, <laughs> Calm down, they're bro. aggressive. Calm yeah. down, bro. Because like, they think that they you're can. You're embarrassing yourself. Yeah, they think that they you can, know? which I think is really offensive. But also I'm like looking at him like, bro, I like you. And I'm just like, you're you're sending Ruined four it. on, mm-hmm. you know, you're you're sending like, like I met, I'm not going to say his name, but like I met a dude like I really looked up to on set once. Was it the bow and arrow guy? The bow and arrow guy. I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. No, I, I don't know who you're talking about. Who you're talking about? I don't, I don't oh, remember. No, but I met, a, I met a dude so on set. I was um, trying to oust him. <laughs> uh, and he was like five foot three. And I was like, you're the baddest m on the planet. Like, ruin the whole show for me. Ruin the whole series. I was like, you're, you're so tiny. There's, there's no way. Like, like yeah. sometimes it's just better not to know, you know? Like, don't look at the wizard. And I'm looking <laughs> at this guy who I really like him on the show. And I'm like, this dude is sending the most desperate, unresponded to DMs. I'm like, bro, come on. Like, yeah. Like, as a man, I want to have a conversation with you. Like, you know, three strikes you out, bro. Like, she don't respond after three. I mean, you know, maybe you send a picture this time. That'll work, right? No, God. You know. It's sad, though, because that just means they're super lonely. You have a very interesting way of looking at things, Candace. I think that, I don't know. Yeah. I feel like My mind goes to fuck that guy. Your mind goes to, aw. I feel bad. I do, because I've seen it, and I've had some, like, pretty big names do that in my account. No, you haven't. Yes, I bet I, you haven't. I'm not, I bet it's you not going to work. I bet I'm not going to say. I bet, I bet, I bet you it wasn't say. George Clooney? No. I, if that was Clooney, I'd been like, when and where? Clooney? Yes. Who's your celebrity hall pass this time? 
I could. I don't need a hall pass. So that that wasn't be my I could question. Literally say like, yeah. he might say no, and then I would have to respect his no. You got to respect the no. Yeah. So he of gets a veto. He's got veto power. He has veto yeah, power. He's got veto power. Yeah. Okay. If he huh. were, if he were to be like, I don't want you to do this right now, I'd be like, sure, that's fine. Huh. Mm-hmm. But how? So you care more about you care more about you care more about your relationship with him than this little satisfaction. Totally, because I'm aware thing. that's yeah. what it is, right? It's like if you're gonna go indulge in a piece Some, of dessert, it's that's it's all a it is. Fleeting indulge, yeah, yeah, indulgence, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And I don't need it. What you but. need is like that. That the you'd be the perfect couple for that indecent proposal. I haven't like, seen it. Oh, the, well, where the the uh, well, spoiler alert! It's that? a forty year old movie. Uh, it's on but Netflix. oh, it's a great movie. It's um, Demi Moore and Woody Harrelson are a young couple. Oh, there's a show called that now. I think. Oh, it's there? a show. Well, the the movie. I might be wrong. Movie like killed me as a kid. I was like heartbroken. But the uh, uh, I watched like back to back when I was in high school. I watched like um, Indecent Proposal, and then what's the one with Diane Lane where she like cheats on her husband? And I was like, I'm never getting married. This is all like back to back. These two movies like ruined everything. But anyway, so they go to a casino because they had no money, and they go to they go to win, and uh, they end up losing more. And uh, Robert Redford is like a rich you know billionaire tycoon and he makes an indecent proposal he's like i'll, I'll give you a million dollars for a night I with saw your that wife one. yeah you know and it ends up being like relationship turmoil but i mean that would be like dope like, you guys are in an open relationship it's like a million dollars for a night with my wife oh no please don't do it <laughs> oh this is heartbreaking if you if you say no i'll fucking kill you eric will be like i'll see you in the morning <laughs> yeah right 8 a.m so for uh so we were listening to your podcast uh with mia on our way down here and um you uh I don't want to say that. I guess characterize your relationship as monogamish. Yeah, yeah. So is that also like open-ish? Like what? It, what does that uh, exactly mean to you? I would say open. Yeah, open-ish. But um, neither of us have capitalized on that in years, like years. So it's like you both could ask permission, and or like is that I like how it would work? We've I'm talked. No, about we've the, talked about it because we're like we uh, we ended up in accidental monogamy, and I find it so funny because obviously if you were to Google me, you'd be like, "There's no way this woman's living a suburban life," but like here we are, mm-hmm. um, and we're like, "Well, what would happen if one of us is out or out of town and the opportunity presents itself? Like, what yeah, what's what allowed?" The rules there? And it's kind of like best judgment, I think, is where we landed. And then if for like we're weirdly attuned, like I would know and he would know, even if he didn't say anything. So there is that brutal honesty. Mm. So if I do ask, I also have to be prepared for the answer. So there's trust on both sides. So if he were to like, let's say, go out of town, um, he's got a bachelor party he's going to actually in a couple months. And let's say he sleeps with someone. I like just my antenna goes up and I know and I ask him if I ask him it's also my responsibility to be able to handle that answer so if he says yes I don't get to like throw things start screaming you know because I asked so you got to kind of check that part inside you that right. might want to throw you, is it I, better not to ask is it better it not to be. know is it it ignorant don't ask don't it tell yeah. and if, it, if I have that feeling and I'm okay with it then I probably wouldn't say anything mm-hmm. but if I'm not okay with it I would have to say something and say you know maybe we need to reevaluate and like go over our rules or like maybe we are monogamous 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 now where did you get this emotional maturity where, like, no, where did where did you trial and error and then it's also like knowing what you want right mm-hmm. like i want this man and i want this relationship sure. so more than you who want are your influences some, on it like who where because this is not something i imagine that you pick up 
you know on a porn set yeah <laughs> not not to be you know but i mean like i wouldn't we we are not having conversations like this in a baseball locker room i mm-hmm. promise you like we're not one of the things that it you know attracts to me to mick all the time is like he's not a normal fighter like i, I hung out around fighters and stuff like that and it's like you know bitches and cars and like what are we doing on friday but like having in-depth conversations having intellectual curiosity attracts me like i'm attracted to people who are inter- intellectually curious right mm-hmm. so for a person like you i mean this is like a remarkable amount of first awareness and then secondly solution oriented discussions like that's not something like this is something 80 year olds figure out like at the very end how, how did you they're like ah fuck this, don't sweat the small shit dude like right 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 like where, where where did you get into this idea of understanding you know the the psychology of of the human emotion so I actually went to school for psychology, so I've always been really interested in just human behavior mm-hmm. and cause and effect and why do we do the crazy things that we do. And then I think a lot of it is just whose content you're consuming, like, right? Like, who are your influences? Like, what books are you reading? What mm-hmm. podcasts are you listening to? What kind of life do I want to live? Like, what makes me happy? What makes me not happy? Um I think sometimes the best examples are our parents, especially if they're in failed relationships, because like, I don't want to do that. Um, They don't seem like they're living their best life. So how do I do different, make different decisions or choices Mm -hmm. than they did? Mm -hmm. And I think it just, it comes down to experiencing a certain level of pain. And it's like, I either want to keep doing this and keep feeling this because I don't, I don't want to change and I can't admit that I'm doing something wrong or it's, I'm going to own up to my bullshit and then make changes and then have a healthier relationship for it. You know what I mean? Um, But it's not like overnight, you know, I'm 33 and I've been with my husband for, I think like, man, 11 years now. So there's like a lot of tests that we've gone through in 11 years. You spent your entire adult life with a guy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Wow. So yeah, it's just, and I mean, he's a great teacher too. Like he's just like so stoic. So that helps a lot too. It's not like two people react. Is he older to, than you? Yeah, five years. Five not, years? Yeah. Oh, so not much. Mm-hmm. Okay. okay. Yeah. But five years was a lot eleven years ago though. You were twenty two, he was twenty seven. It's not mm-hmm. that much. It's not that bad. Half your what's half your age plus seven? Muslims got this one right. It's like perfect every time. Half half your age plus seven to twenty seven. Thirteen and a half. Are you trying your plus the emotional uh maturity? Yeah, it's basically right, twenty one. Right. Oh, the Quran gets it right. Half your age plus seven. What is it? You know what he's talking about? No. Yeah. What's Explain. this? The perfect age, according to uh, the Prophet Muhammad, the perfect age for your wife. Although the Prophet Muhammad took child wives, but they're not allowed to say that. This probably got this whole thing canceled. It's actually real. You're going to get yeah, killed. Yeah, Gerard, yeah. RIP. Sorry. You know, not, not, not like child wife, child wives. Right, uh, I'm out of here, guys. Yeah. Oh, see you later. Nine, 11, 12. <laughs> ah, whatever. You know, that's one where presentism doesn't even, you can't even, <laughs> you can't even explain that one away. Like, I feel like even back then, nine's probably too young. But the, uh, yeah, so half your age plus seven is the ideal wife. A man should be looking for half your age plus seven. And uh, if you do the math, like, it kind of always works out. Yeah, what I've heard from a lot of psychologists, it's about five years. Four or five years where the guy's older mm-hmm. is like the sweet spot. Yeah, but I mean, it's different. Like 55 and 60 is basically the same. Like, But somebody who's like yeah. a 25-year-old girl definitely has much more intellectual maturity, emotional maturity than a 25-year-old guy. Mm-hmm. You know, even now me at 35, I'm like, I vibe with 24, 25 year olds. Like, way <laughs> like, you know what I'm saying? They're like, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm not in the, you know, Sunday brunch man phase yet, you know, but the, uh, man the man but 
you know, pivoting. I mean, this has been a really, really interesting conversation. Appreciate your openness and vulnerability here. Oh, totally, yeah. Uh, what, what did I want to talk about before? What was that? Witch burnings. Witch burnings. Oh, one of the things that really bothers <laughs> me um, about, uh, well, actors, actors and actresses in general, right? And, and something that, you know, I've been canceled from the entertainment industry. I had to leave New York to make my comedy career grow. You know, grow. I had to go to Nashville, go down south, and like what I consider quote-unquote real America or whatever. Um, is how many people are okay? You talked about woke before being like, you know, there's a difference between woke and awakened and that was very interesting. You should, you know, go back into that. But then what I really want you to talk about is like how many people are okay with cancel culture in your industry and who's been censored more than you? Who's, who, you know, who, who, what industry has been shamed worse? We can't even bank. You can't even bank. You can't even bank. Like, like they won't process. Like if Visa won't process your credit cards. If course. you're if you're honest about your occupation, um, no, like you can't go to like Bank of America, Citibank, Wells Fargo. What? Yeah, if you if you go in and you're like I'm a porn star, and like you go in and trying to open an account, you will not get an account. How's that possible? Um, Obama passed something back when he was in office, and it was called like Operation. Uh, was it chokehold or something like that? And basically it made it for these businesses that are 100% legal to operate, whether it's porn or cannabis, um, not to be allowed to bank. So that's why a lot of can uh, cannabis companies, even though they're legal in their state, they're not, they don't have bank accounts either. So it's like certain industries kind of get barred from that and no one really talks about it because we're the that's degenerates. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Degenerates, yeah. yeah. That's, that's but but everybody that's in the wild. industry loves Obama, my God. Like he's they like don't a know. God. And then he was like the worst to journalists too. So oh, it's, yeah. yeah. Use the IRA to go, IRS to go after his political opponents. Like Obama it's was a thug, he had charisma. Bro. Like he was, yeah, yeah he, like, you know he was I mean? mafioso, smooth. bro. He was yeah. a smooth talker. He was sexy president. So everyone was in his palm They're like, yes. It's like mm. the new Kennedy, mm -hmm. but he he was a beast too with his own um, wow. his own agenda. Really? Yeah. Wow. That's but yeah, nuts, we get censored. Man. But but you, got, but, you know, so I've, many been, people I've all noticed over, that with just massive on, platforms. Just by the on way, like, like these people with millions and millions and millions of followers, pro censorship. They 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 you know how many porn stars went nuts on Twitter about Elon Musk coming out. It's like who gets censored more than you? Who should be more pro free expression than There's you? There's a lot of hypocrisy. In Drives the me nuts, mm -hmm. man. You know, and, and and I can't imagine like your particular worldview is incredibly popular on set. Oh, I got put. It's so funny. It's like high school sometimes in that industry. So it was during the election year, and I obviously get into politics a ton on my podcast and a ton on my Twitter. I'm like, it's it's fascinating to me. I actually really enjoy everybody it. Everybody should. This is America, and everybody should be informed and, have, and be a participant. Totally yep. right. So um, I'm very opinionated. I don't. I'm an open book. I don't hide anything. So it's turned into me getting put on a no list that all of these performers were signing and they were basically saying we will not work on set um, if she shows up she's on our no list and got all of these people to sign it I'm like I've been out of the industry for five plus years yeah. I don't shoot so you can go ahead and send this little letter around but I'm my that's, own that's so funny it was so funny Oh, that's so what they petty. do though they, they march I'm they like, march a hundred you're still working for a freaking paycheck for an entire day from a company I mm. own my own company yeah. so put me on that list that's fine but, but that wow. just goes to show like what they do though all the time like my last straw in New York before I moved south was COVID lockdowns i literally got non-essential tattooed the covid lockdowns <laughs> but then they marched in brooklyn i couldn't work i, I was in commercials yeah, could, i yep. couldn't i literally couldn't i couldn't pay my bills because of this deadly disease 
that this pandemic that's going to wipe the world clean. Mm-hmm. But then we're going to have a pro-trans rights uh, march. 180,000 people shoulder to shoulder in Brooklyn, mm-hmm. marching all day long. Um, that was the last straw for me. And it has nothing to do with trans rights. I couldn't care less. But don't tell me I can't work. Well, you got 200,000 people out there, you know, with the masks around their chin, dancing around, bullshitting each other, you know, like, like you know, like COVID's an activist. Like, no, nah, it's okay. You guys go ahead. This is important. I won't, I won't infect any of you. Nah, bro. Like, no, absolutely effing not. And why are you doing it in Brooklyn? Everybody agrees with you. Mm-hmm. There's not a single person in Brooklyn that was like, ah, I hate the LGBTQ cause community. There's not a single one. <laughs> no, no, you're yelling at people who agree with you. We all agreed with you. We're all your friends. Like, how come these marches never happen like Riyadh? Like, are there not planes to Saudi Arabia that you guys can take and go marching? You don't see a lot of pink hats in Iran. Like, mm-hmm. yeah, they want to they blacklist you after they can't get anything out of you. These are fucking cowards, man. I hate their bullies and their cowards, and I fucking hate every one of them. But besides that, I don't really have strong opinions. <laughs> <laughs> um, you talking about getting like kind of blacklisted actually uh, reminded me of a question I was going to ask you in the beginning. Because you were saying when you first got into it, you were like doing like bikini modeling. Then you said you were doing like webcam stuff, and then you're doing like girl, girl, mm-hmm. you said. Mm-hmm. So that's interesting to me too, just the way. Uh, girl, girl is interesting to you, bud. Inter- I mean, interest the I, shit I out of me as it. well. Here's Very interesting. I, honestly, if I personally, as a so, like, if I'm watching porn, I girl, girl doesn't do it for me. Really? I, yeah. I like. I guess we'll uh, we'll get into guy, that. Guy, though. That definitely not. More? That's what I was gonna say first. Well, no. Uh, what I was gonna say is females <laughs> can be. Interrupting. Fem- oh, this guy. Females can be more fluid with that, like with their gender, where mm-hmm. you know you're you're married to a man, but but you uh. You know, you you could be like into girls as well. Mm-hmm. Like me, like yeah, I'm j- like like most men. I, I assume like I you know I like I like females. Like the idea of like ha- like touching anything with like a guy is kind of like it's gross to me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like me personally doing it. Um, and then to get back to your question, uh, I yeah I if I'm watching like porn, I want to see like a guy and a girl. So I can kind of pretend I'm the guy with the girl, you know what I mean? Yeah, and like yeah. that's that's Fantasy. I don't yeah like uh, lesbian porn is really do it from any type of like crazy shit. Like I'm, mm-hmm. I'm not really into it. Simple. I my my uh, porn watching is kind of transactional. I'm here to get the come out. <laughs> I'm here to get the you know what I mean? Like I don't know. I don't. I'm, you know what I mean? Like I, I just want to. It's it's a tool. <laughs> It's a tool for me. I'm going to get, I'm going to, you know what I mean? Like, I'm going to get the animal out of me and then I'm going to, you know, be a functioning human being. You know what I mean? Just going to, yeah, it's, it's a tool, you know, but, I, but I'm also interested. That's what interested. it's supposed to be. I just yeah, need five minutes. I just need, I just, I, I gotta, I gotta get the evil out. That's funny as hell. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's true. That's real shit. That's real shit. But, uh, so the, I, I, that's what I was going to ask, uh, what you kind of, uh, if, you know, um, our, as our, our our guru on on this stuff, like what, like where do you, where like uh, what, how do you like uh, kind of understand that? Like where do you, where do you come from with that? Like how you like were you you were into girls, you were attracted to girls? Are you do you consider yourself like bisexual? No, or? I would say I'm straight. Um, I think well, so women tend to uh, score higher on the openness scale just in general, and I think that leads to a lot of more like fluidity when it comes to sexual like sexuality, yeah. sexual preference. Yeah, okay. and I think for a lot of people in my position it's we can like appreciate the beauty of another woman and it doesn't gross us out like pleasure is pleasure so it's not like because it's coming from a woman that all of a sudden it's gross that just doesn't um 
I don't know, I don't think that exists in a lot of us. Whereas with men, I think that your response is very normal where they get kind of get turned off or there's this aversion to being with another dude on any level. It's like, oh, can't yeah, do it's it. Like, yeah, it's right, like, it's just our brains are different. Um, well, and could, I think could that's it be fine. because there's no sustenance? Like, I mean, we've all had our mouth on a tit when we were a baby. Like most of us, you saying females are more fluid because they suck. I, I don't know. Tit, Doesn't or? that make sense though? Like, I mean, like you're, you're not you're not fucking like every every gender. All thirty nine of them have had their fucking mouth on a breast at some point. Like theoretically, right, like, right. Like you get food Naturally, from the mother. Yeah, yeah. You know, like you can. Like I, I, I look at you and I'm like, wow, food. I look at him, I'm like, ew. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like I don't, I don't know. Could you think there could be something? to that or There's am I talking probably shit? like some kind of biological marker but I don't know what it would be but I just know from like a, a person like a standardized test women score more on openness and that they do kind of equate that to sexual fluidity yeah um but no I, I'm not like into women I wouldn't date a woman none of that so I, w- I would I was, feel like going back to how I said like my personal like uh call it jealousy or whatever like if i was if my, like i guess my ideal relationship would be like yeah i could kind of do what i want but she's just gonna be, be with, with me girls. you know what i mean yeah. or be, be with me but yes if if she was with girls or if you were doing like scenes with girls i would be more okay with that for sure that's normal that's mm-hmm. normal as well yeah. it's, not thre- it's non-threatening yeah yeah. No, it's not like another dude competing with you, yeah. even if it's in your own mind. There's this thing yeah. called paternal certainty. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> and they can't get pregnant from another woman. So yeah, honestly, dude. that probably is part of so it as well. It's kind of biological. Also, like you can like you can understand it on a different level. Like if you if, if she's attracted to a dude, you're like that guy. Well, if you're she's attracted to because a because you're girl, making it you're about like, yourself ah. though. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know? Well, it's yeah. all about me. Yeah, obviously. but that's again, and that's like honing into your jealousy and trying to figure out. Is the serving me? I'm learning so much about myself right now. Yeah, this is brutal. I don't <laughs> like to look I don't inside, like it. I'm bro. Like sweating yeah. to address. No, that's why I put so many layers analyze. on, so I can't get to my inside. There's so many layers to get in there. <laughs> Too many licks to get to the center of this tootsie pop. Nah, man. I don't know. Like transitioning out of it, mm-hmm. was it very difficult for you? What? What? When did you decide you were like, I want to be known as Candace by the world, not Eva? Like, when did you make that decision? Uh, man, I, that's when we met, actually, because mm-hmm. I was in the middle of doing the Twitch stuff. Mm-hmm. I just felt like I had done everything I wanted to within the industry, and there was more that I wanted to share and explore. Like, I've always, I've never been under the illusion that Eva was real. You know what I mean? Like, that's a fictitious character. She shows up, she's an entertainer, and she exists only in this space. Is that to compartmentalize kind of like what you were doing? Is that like to... to Well, there's a certain level of that, and I think you need to have it if you're going to do something like that, whether you're fighting or you're a soldier or you're in something that's anything high risk. You have to be able to separate that from your real life. Otherwise, I think Mm. it gets unhealthy. Um, And you do see that. You see some people that fall into their character and they don't leave that person on set and they don't leave that person on social media and they take that person home and they wonder why they can't find a healthy relationship. I could relate to that for sure. Well, they said about I would say, yes, like in like fighting is like you can kind of wrap your identity up in that a little bit where it's Mm -hmm. like if you're like, you know, in the at least a person beginning of my career undefeated, you know, seven fights in a row and then you lose and you're like, like you're like I'm like because you defined yourself that guy. as a winner. I'm, I'm like yeah, like I'm yeah. like what am I like like I, I don't you know and I, I would uh like I felt it hard after like my first like loss and then my, like even my second loss like I felt it harder. Then and then it's like you start to kind of be able to mature and kind of separate a little bit of like no, that's just that's just the way it went that time. Like you mm-hmm. know I like knowing who you are and stuff like that is kind of mm-hmm. like uh 
you know. Well, let me comp- follow up on that though, because I've heard you know John Jones talk about like John Jones isn't the guy that gets in trouble. Bones Jones is, but Bone Jones, Bones Jones is also the guy that busts everyone's ass in the ring. Right. So it's kind of like you have that to have that, ego. that darkness is what makes him who he is, but it's also like who destroys him, right? So it's right. not like there's John Jones and then there's Bone Jones, you know, like. I don't know. I, on a certain level, you have to be able to tap into that. Like Dexter, Dexter's Dark Passenger. You got to be able to tap yeah. into that, but yeah. you can't let it. It's got to be the passenger. It mm-hmm. can't take control can't, of the wheel, mm-hmm. yeah. right? So when you're talking about Eva, like when you like would like close your eyes and like look up, could you see Eva? Was it like a part of you? Was it always inside of you? Was it? Well, yeah. I think obviously it's definitely a side of me, and you know that's just like one compartment of me and i think that was kind of what made me do the transition is i was focusing so heavily on this one small part and i was like there's just so much more to me i'm a whole person mm-hmm. and if i spend too much time building eva up candace is just going to disappear and i just didn't mm. want that to happen interesting you felt yeah. did you feel that happening or you always had that in check no i would say in the, similar to you like in the beginning right it's intoxicating you have all of these wins whether it's like a win in a, a ring or win because like i won a contract or i got you know x amount of followers or likes or whatever right. the thing is or you're trending on google it's like oh man this is this is a great fucking feeling yeah, and i want to ride this dopamine yeah. through the roof right yeah i mean it's you so get 10 abnormal. million people yeah, doing success. comments on your video yeah. right like, yeah. like holy shit this is yeah, this isn't real life tr- coming true and certain things like that yeah right so why would you want to get off of that to just go back to north carolina and be candace where tough you don't get that yeah so you have to kind of decide like what what matters to you, right? Like, what are mm. your pillars that your virtues that you that you stand for? What do you want to build your life on? Is it going to be likes and social media and Google trends, yeah, or do you want to like, and right? Fake. It's so superficial. Yeah. So, um, I would say I started to get caught in that trap, especially when I was spending a ton of time in LA, because that's just that energy there. Everyone oh, is yeah. pretending. Yes. So you're a pretender along with these other pretenders, and you would come home and like, thank God, my husband would be like, "Can you leave Eva in LA? Like, this is not mm. going to work." Oh, really? And he would He'd check call me. you right on. One hundred percent, and I was like, "Whoa! If I don't change my behavior, it's gonna cost me what I really want, and what mm. I really want is a relationship with this man and to build a life with this man." So it was—it wasn't like he gave me an ultimatum, but he was like, "I am not gonna—I don't like Eva. I don't want to hang out with her. She's a bitch. Whoa. Like she is not the same person. So you can decide who you want to be, mm. but I'm not gonna be with that version." Wow. Yeah. That's really interesting. Mm-hmm. Really interesting. So yeah, I think it was important for me to to evolve, and I, that's just my personality in general. Like I'm not like a stagnant person. I have mm-hmm. like a pretty um, solid growth mindset, and I'm always like, well, what's next? How can I better myself? How can I improve? Yeah. What can I learn? That's awesome. I, you know, and so then you you so you felt trapped in the character that had you'd created. It almost like created a little bit of a monster. It it, it kind of was taking over Candace, and you had to know transitioning outside of literally Kim Kardashian and Pam Anderson, it's like impossible to do. Well, no one wants to let you either, right? So it's not even getting you personally getting stuck in that alter ego, it's like they society. they kind of put you in the box? Totally, they're like, okay, you did this you thing and you're horrible for it. You have a permanent red A on your you're chest. You're horrible for it for something Burn that, that everybody Burn enjoys. The Burn the witch. And, yeah. yeah, and how That's dare crazy. you want to evolve or be anything other than a porn star. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And, and then what, they, were your, what were your years active? You said uh, 19 was when you, you I, started and to till when? 19 to, oh man, I think 27, 26, okay. 26 maybe. 
Okay. My last year was like really, really mellow. Like so I something was doing that you magazines. did for for se- seven years of your life, they that defines years, me for that's yeah that defines you forever. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This right. is this is Crazy. so fascinating to me. Yeah. Such a you know man, I'd, I'd almost love to talk to you. I was husband pissing my next, pants man. for like, seven years. Yeah. yeah. My first seven years. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> yeah. I'm not a pants pisser. Yeah. You know? It's like it's, it's, it's it, dude. It's yeah. like a Faustian trade off. Like for so many men. Like I'd love to talk to your husband about this. Get his perspective on it because in so many ways you're like the ideal woman you're drop dead gorgeous you're sexually uh, adroit you are emotionally intellectual you're intellectually curious you got so many dope <laughs> things about you and then like the only trade-off is like but i gotta share you mm. that's fucking tough man like yeah. you you uh, it's like it's the scales it's like it, it's like a, a deal with the devil in many ways it's like hey i'm gonna give you the perfect woman <laughs> but for a few hours she ain't gonna be yours and you gotta be okay with that it's like oh but you dude. have to ask like do you is anything ever actually yours mm. <sighs> that's where like that's the trap that's the trap yeah, yeah because like, you get married or you get into this long-term relationship and you're like that's my person so you start to neglect that person and you mm. start to not show you stop dating that person right you never stop dating your husband never stop dating your wife like that's number one advice from a lot of relationship counselors mm-hmm. but we all do it or a lot of people do it yeah so many people use marriage as like an excuse to get retired from dating right it's like, yeah hey, people like, let I'm, their I'm bodies out. go yeah. and like yeah, yeah, yeah there's like no stop effort trying. you're not yeah. trying to like woo her or surprise her yeah. you're not going the extra mile for him right like mm. so all of these things so it's because we have this false sense of ownership over people and that's not what it is it's like every day you wake up and you're renewing that contract with that person like i still want to be here mm, and yeah. um i think just some people are more aware of that or than others on a, on a much 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 smaller scale i experienced that with a girl i was dating where she liked me when i was a struggling producer and comic and then as soon as I started getting off a little bit and I started like she hated when people come up to me or recognize me like she didn't like the success at all. And, and, and there was definitely an aspect of like I like the way things are. I like our like our life the way we have it. And you're kind of like you're kind of like outgrowing what we have and like you're going to forget me. You're going to leave me behind all this other stuff. And I'm like only because you're acting like this right now. Like you know what I'm saying? Like never in my life would I have ever and I could probably that. go back to that uh, jealousy thing where talking about where it's like it you know what i mean like how it could come from an insecurity where you're almost like i'm afraid she was maybe afraid of the attention you were getting sure. could make you look at look elsewhere see thinking grass is greener mm-hmm. something like that other opportunities whatever in the same way like if i were to think about someone i was dating being with like other people mm-hmm. it would be like the same kind of thing where it's like well i'm like i'm not enough i'm not you know what i mean totally. something like that absolutely great point where but it like, also goes back to but what then but Kansas so was saying before we, we'd have it ended to up ending the relationship that, anyway be, because she couldn't check that jealousy it, it was, or whatever it was that, the beginning well, i don't know if that's end, necessarily sure. jealousy or insecurity it was, least, it will, it, you know? even when we talked it through it would always be like okay i'm going on the road and she'd be like oh, fine whatever it's like well do you like the bills being paid man like yeah, do you, you like, like the, the lights you being like money on? or what yeah like yeah. i got this is my job dude like yeah. i gotta go on the road i'll be back in two weeks like well, you have to be with someone that supports your career, and it's the same, especially for what you do, right? You couldn't be right. with someone who didn't have like the stomach to watch you fight, right? Because that's not fair. Or to even you. put up with, yes, and some of the things that it comes with. Maybe I needed to travel somewhere to train, or mm-hmm. some, yeah. If mm-hmm. I had any time I did that, if someone was, like, 
You know what I mean? Like that's I don't need that negative energy or no. like that. But how much does that fall on you guys? Because you chose an atypical lifestyle, and you have to be. No more, one's forcing a re- yeah. us to be in a relationship. They don't have with to anyone. be with sure. us. So but you know do, what you're you, Should you up be? For. Should you have a little more patience and like you know? Maybe in the very beginning, but you need to cut that off um, pretty soon if it mm-hmm. if that person doesn't recognize. Come they have to get me. what it. They have to yeah. get what it is. They have to get it, and yeah, either support it or else you can't be a, a part of it. I'll tell you this: I I never like the old timers in baseball would always tell me like, bro, like, you know, meet her mom. That was the first thing they always say. Oh God, no, my mom. You cannot. I love my mom. You cannot judge any part of me based off of Awful. my no, mom. No, it's not about. It's not about that. It's about whether or not see what she looks like. In the nah, well, that, there's definitely <laughs> something for that, sure. But like, no, nah, if the mom don't like you, it's never gonna work. Never gonna work. Like the fan, like the family doesn't like you, man. It takes a one in one million chance. Like if you have, if you, especially in in our world where you gotta leave and then come back, and it's nothing but negative table talk the whole time you're gone. You're coming back to a poisoned well, man. Uh, well, if that's if they're close though, like if the mom has influence, you mm-hmm. know what I mean. Like my mom and I, we see each other once a year, so like that wouldn't stick. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing she's gonna say she, about. She doesn't me. have that authority yeah. or influence over you. Right. I right. feel honestly, my husband was saying the other day, he's like, I still think part of her thinks we're gonna end up divorced. Like that's how she kind of behaves. Towards that again. Him. She thinks the yeah, your mother. My mom. Yeah. Okay. She and almost like it's gonna sound terrible, but almost because it'll make her feel better mm. about her. Yeah. Uh, her divorce or divorce, like her situation. Slick move by your husband though to do the reverse psychology be like, now, now she'll never divorce me out of spite. <laughs> out of spite, she'll never divorce me. I'm never yeah, gonna, right. gonna do that some, bitch that win. Some Hell no. Right there. <laughs> we both have little, the same. Little reverse Uno. Little chess play. <laughs> no, we both are like, we're one, one of us is getting buried. Like it's not, mm-hmm. divorce is not an option. I like that. That's yeah. good though. Cause mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Too many people like, yeah. you know, there's too many options out there now. It's too easy to pivot. Nobody wants to work yeah, through the hard grass stuff. It's too is easy to be like, swipe it's easy right, to look at, uh, Yeah, look at Instagram and think, oh, yeah, if I was with her, it'd be yeah. like this, or you know what I mean? I like yeah. that. Ten toes down. This is the father of my children. We're going to see it through to the end. I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. An anomaly. It's not the way it works anymore. <laughs> I think uh, we're running up on time, Mick. You got anything else you want to talk about? Or you want to pee and then uh, finish <laughs> take, this up? Take three more peas and then come back? Yeah. <laughs> you want to you go? No, I'm, I'm, I'm relieved. You're my good? Relieved. You're good? <laughs> yeah, I'm good. All right. So what's, what's, uh, what's next for Candace? What's, what's next? Oh, man. Um, just focusing on the podcast round and seeing what happens with that. Mm-hmm. I, like, chatting with Candace? Chatting with Candace. Where yeah. can they find that? Anywhere they do podcasts, YouTube, all that good stuff. You still cooking? You still doing any baking? I think I'm going to get back into it a 100%. little bit. 100%. Yeah, I've been toying with it. You know what's crazy is the TikTok crowd is brutal. They all think that they're better cooks than you. They yeah. all yell at you. So what? I'm, <laughs> I'm just like, it's clout. <laughs> clout economy. Like, you should go out there yeah, and cook some world. stuff bad on purpose just to, like, get <laughs> I'd the... I'd probably end up getting compliments yeah. like that looks great yeah dude like you brown something they're like that's fucking brown i'm like no it's i'm literally that guy though like when i see that pun guy those pun guys and they're like very popular and they're making the worst food ever and they're making the worst puns ever i literally want to reach to the screen i want to be like no don't do that don't do that you know i'm commenting and i'm like i know that this is helping your algorithm but i don't care stop putting milk in tomato sauce yeah dude like i'm going nuts over those pun guys now i'm giving them a shout out that look at how good the cloud economy is i hate them so much this has got free advertising ah yeah, go check them out. They're great. Uh, do you re- do you regret anything? Do you think you could have gotten to this place where you are with without any of the decisions that you made? Do you think that uh, you know? Because we just asked uh, Enzo this: like, do you love wrestling, right, or did you love being a celebrity? And wrestling was the avenue that you took to becoming a celebrity, 
right? Like, you know, and I, I fully admit, I don't love comedy. I'm good at comedy. I, I love the rush I get from it. I love the interaction with the crowd. But, you know, going across America, driving from city to city to do, you know, 45 minutes on stage, you know, the same 45 minutes I did the night before and the night before that, I don't love that. But I love that it affords me the opportunities to write, direct, do this podcast with you awesome people. Like, I like that. So I put up with that. Yeah, GSP says something similar. One of the, he's one of the greatest fighters. He, I know who that is. You know GSP? Know, yeah, yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Awesome. Uh, well, he said uh, that he's like, like the night of the fights, like he hopes the, he doesn't like fighting. He doesn't like when he has to fight. He likes a lifestyle. He likes the training. He likes everything else. But then when, before the fight, he's hoping the lights go out in the arena so they could cancel it. You know what I mean? Oh wow! So it's like it, like I, I get, I get that, that aspect too, mm -hmm. like kind of what you're saying. You know what I mean? Like yeah. how there is without comedy, stuff. I wouldn't be sitting here with either yeah. of you. So I, I respect it and I get it. You know, I'd much rather be Rogan than I would, you know, somebody that's got, you know, than Chappelle. Like I, you know, having ten Netflix right. specials is like it'd be cool, but it's like not a goal. Mm -hmm. But being and you know, meeting people, learning from people, I love this shit. I dig it. You know, in your world. Did you love performing or did you love that it gave you the life that you thought that you wanted? Well, that was by accident. Getting the life that I wanted, I think, is by, not entirely because obviously, yeah, because yeah. I mean, there was still like a lot of work involved, mm -hmm. but um, like the stars aligned also. Like both of those things had to happen. Uh, well, that's not also true. You were generally, you were, you were and are genuinely, genuinely, genuinely Genuine. and quantifiably incredible at your job you were what i don't know if like how would you market like avn awards all these things you had to be one of the highest watch starlets you had to be one of the mm -hmm. best known got millions of followers yeah, but, what, like but where does that come from though do you know what i mean because it's like a sea of beautiful women and some of the top performers aren't objectively pretty mm. so it's like well what makes that happen so i'm not i'm not downplaying like because yes i i do think i was a good performer i think i had a, like a solid head on my shoulders and that helped a ton mm -hmm. um and like a really good like support system but there is still like an x factor it's like what what the hell made me chart above obama on google for a week right. i don't mm. fucking know i don't want to see obama naked you know what i mean <laughs> like that's weird but yeah. it was like while he was in office so it's like there's some kind of x factor there but um performing is weird because it, again it's like so personal mm -hmm. so there would be times where i was like i fucking love this idea the concept the script my scene partner everything was awesome and that was a great you day. actually liked the script sometimes yeah. you were like well, oh we well did, this is a compelling did, third act we did no we did <laughs> so i did um like a lot of the parody things because mm -hmm. i was a contract girl for most of my career so like anchor woman was one of my favorites because like i get to be fucking ron burgundy yeah. this is awesome do you yeah. know what i mean i'm gonna have to check out uh some of your work i don't know if you see my fights but i, no. I don't know if uh, we'll yeah train. we'll have to <laughs> see yeah go back and forth we'll have to see us in our yeah but actually you know that reminds me of a question as well you're big league, you're like oh, i've never i've never seen well, any here's the thing. Art, i mean yeah. i definitely could have i just don't i don't know the names and like i'm not like a a, a cinephile it, it, yeah no no it's a, a transactional you know, experience a you, yeah i explained my yeah i, I, said, I don't even see faces I said my bro. piece yeah um yeah I'm, i don't i'm not like some people be like what like the, they would like know they're like top 10 favorite like porn stars mm -hmm. like you know what i mean yeah, yeah. Of, yeah i don't i don't know like names really and stuff but uh my question for you was um and i i kind of have something on it too where when you're doing this thing that's like kind of it's taboo and it's very like vulnerable and stuff and you're putting uh, yourself out there out there to the world did you have like a fear like on 
your reflection on like your family and things like that and like because i would imagine that would almost be one of the hardest parts to think about like you know what i mean like personally i I would i would make up so for me like i my family life was never really healthy or positive so that wasn't a factor for me when i graduated high school i was like how fast can i get the fuck out of here Mm. um i i did not give a shit what anyone was gonna think like i was living my life for myself and um i think it's a lot easier in those circumstances than if you have a a close family right so i can't imagine it being difficult because here's the thing like again i don't regret anything i did i love the path that i took but if i had a daughter would i want her to go into porn absolutely not right like Mm. i would be like fuck like i wish i had done something to um cultivate her curiosity and something else right right? because because anything else like whether it's fighting or working on an oil rig there's a ton of risks whether it's socially physically emotionally etc so i would want them to have an easier path than me i wouldn't want them to be shunned from society i wouldn't want the risks that come along with the industry so i like people will say it's me being a hypocrite i don't think so at all it's just me being informed of like the actualities of that industry Mm. it's probably the same for you there's a lot of similarity because like even till uh i would say even more recently like in the past like couple years i started to think like is what i do like selfish where it's like i'm living my dream and i almost feel like i almost feel like i want to like say to like i I almost like i think i've kind of expressed it to my like family like even like my like my cousins like my close family like because people like how could your mom like watch you do this stuff. My, my mom's tough. They're happy. Like my dad loves it. He's he likes the sport. Like they're like they're cool. Like my mom, mm-hmm. dad. Like but I think like oh my like Aunt Kathy who's watching me on TV get punched in the face and bleeding. That mm-hmm. you know what I mean. Like mm-hmm. it's like is this selfish? Is this traumatic? What I'm doing? Am I? You know what I mean. Like I got into this because you know I because I I love it. I like I like the violence. I like the game. I like the strategy. All that stuff. I like the lifestyle. Everything. Um, but it made me think like. Like I have, I have little sisters. If they're gonna, you know, watch me get punched in the face, and like, am I gonna like fuck them up? Like, kind of, I kind of take like a, like a little responsibility with that. And even like certain things I could do or wouldn't do on like my Instagram or publicly. Like, like I wouldn't want to like smoke weed publicly because I don't want my like little sisters to see that and be like, Mickey's smoking. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. we're trying like kind of keep things like that yeah. from them. Mm-hmm. So like, I yeah, I I can definitely relate. Uh, to that, Although to weed that is sense. so desensitized now, it's like I think if you it, smoke it is a, a cigarette in public, they'd be like, "How it dare is, you!" Yeah, but weed, they're it's like, a different oh, yeah, world. Yeah. good for your brain." But yeah. yeah, you know what I mean, though. You totally. Know, like, and you're kind and, of right, though, to have that trepidation because your sister and your cousin are in the world now. They've followed you into the world. You know, your sister right. is in the world. Right. You know, so it's not that it's a but, bad. But thing. It, you know what's weird is like I don't look at it as much in my with my. Uh, Immediate family. Shout out to Jamie like they, Gall, by the way. Jamie me. Gall is awesome. Yeah, Jamie Gall's a G. Jamie G is a G. Um, but yeah, I, I guess uh, one thing that kind of, well, I was talking to my father, like when I was like, like I, you know, I'm from I'm from Jersey. I, I've lived in LA. I've, I've traveled all over to, and now I'm living in Florida because it's the best place for me to train where I can get the, like the best work. And uh, I remember like a couple years ago, my dad was talking about my mom's dad who was working for Sony and had to, go travel to a different place. And he was talking, he was talking to his father. I know it's like kind of, so my grandfather was talking to his father and was like, look, like dad, like I'm not gonna be able to see you as much. Like I have to go, I, I'm like, I'm being offered this job. I'm not sure what to do. I don't, you know, I don't want to miss you guys. He's like, look, I moved from Italy to here mm-hmm. to give you a better life. It's good for your family. It's good for you. 
to go and move over there get the fuck out of here go mm-hmm. like go mm-hmm. go you know that's don't what are you even talking to me for about it and like uh, like you know what i mean like it's there i guess kind of managing like where your responsibility to your family and your people versus like your responsibility to like yourself and your dreams and your life you know what i mean like mm. i think it's it's a it's an interesting it's a difficult thing to navigate kind of you do, know do you uh do you have any trepidation about when your sons come of age that, of course know, yeah i think any parent that says otherwise in my situations mm-hmm. either not aware or they're lying yeah. i mean there's just so many uncontrollable, uh, like uncontrollable factors. Like you have no idea how, because you you have no idea how other people are going to react or what the cruel. I think you kind of know it's going to be. It's going to. They're going to be cruel. Kids in school. Yeah, yeah but in like what like way? That. that kind of stuff. And we do know, like we are in a really weird space where there's more OnlyFans accounts mm-hmm. and influencers. Sure. So it is this very new space that we're in. Yeah. But obviously, it's still not widely accepted. Um, Even that's hypocritical, right? Like, if you were just an Instagram influencer and you had everything out there for the I world to see, I think they'd still be mortified. You think so? Yeah, I think so. It, it's like everything, like these influ- the influencers put as, everything as but bad, the nipple but, out there, and it's mm-hmm. like the nipple is what's kids, really bad. Kids are always emba- can be embarrassed by their parents just when sure. they walk and in, in, come into the room and they're playing. They're like, "Mom, get out of here!" You know what I mean? Like, you Probably, hear, like, and it's like, yeah, I think of it from a perspective that's a little bit different, right? Like my father, when I got tattoos, my dad was like, "You know what you're gonna think about it, looking at your body." And 50 years old I'm like looking at my dad like if my tattoos are what I hate about myself looking in the mirror I'm gonna call it a win bro you know what I mean yeah. like there was a teacher um, when I was in high school to, to show my age a little bit she was a smoke show teacher man and like we found out that she was in a college edition of Playboy mm. like 10 years earlier and somebody actually figured out this is like basically pre-internet the internet was just yeah. like I, well, this was when you had like an AOL account like AIM and you had away messages and somebody Some found good out researchers in yeah school. she went to Penn State and she was in the Playboy and it got passed around school the kid wow. that brought it in ended up getting expelled the teacher ended up the teacher lost her job lost her I job. don't know if she lost her job because she was probably tenured but she, she had to take the rest of the year off and the teacher uh, was like mad cool about it she was like yeah I look good I don't know. Like she had, she owned it the whole way, it. and just owning it like that. Why did like, you have to take the year off the school? And the parents and stuff parents, like that. Like yeah. yeah, you get all it takes. It's just like the internet. It's like Twitter. The whole woke cancel culture. It's four angry people with ten accounts. Yeah, the, the whole world doesn't give a shit. Mm-hmm. Nobody cares. Think anybody cares about this stuff? We all got shit to do. Mm-hmm. This whole world is being ran by the greedy and the crazy because they're the only people that actually care to get anything out of this. The rest of us, the ninety percent of us in the middle, we don't give a shit. It's like oh whatever. You feel that way? I mean, abortion is the same way, man. Like, everybody wants to go nuts about abortion. I'm like, I is it okay that I just don't care? I don't fucking care. Do what you want to do. Don't do it. Do it. I don't fucking care. But I'll, now I'm canceled. I have to have a definitive opinion one way or another. Yeah, I, don't, yeah. I don't give a shit. Like, yeah, you know. Oh, you think it's murder? That's Oh, you think it's murder? That's cool. You traced around. You, you had fucking Kyle Rittenhouse going everywhere all over the summer like he was a fucking hero. You nobody cares about murder. This is the thing about America, and I'm getting on a fucking soapbox, but nobody gives a shit about murder. I learned this when I did the podcast with Sammy Gravano, right? Nobody cares about murder. This dude killed 19 people. We had 80,000 people watching live. The thing's got millions of views, and the only problem anybody had with it, he said the N-word in the in the video. And everyone was like, take this video down. This is an abomination. A, he's yeah. talking, he he's literally talking about a hit. He says the word while describing how he was going to kill somebody. Yeah. Nobody cared about the killing at all. They yes. were there for the killing. You think that's a problem though? 
What the N word? No, yeah. well, no, I'm not, I'm not no, pro N word. No, <laughs> like, yeah. the killing, the pe- the people not giving giving a shit about killing. I do, but I also don't think I don't see. I don't. I don't think the answer is ever law, because I don't think laws stop people from doing things that they want to do. I've never met a drug addict that wasn't able to find drugs. Mm-hmm. I never met somebody that wanted to find a gun that couldn't find a gun. I don't think the laws stop people. I think if somebody really wants to abort a baby. They're going to do it. I personally find abortion to be like one of the worst things somebody can do. I don't like it. I, I, I think human life is the most precious thing, but it's also not me that's doing it. I also don't like that, you know, the whole idea of a woman's right to choose. Well, what, what about the man's right? He's half of that baby, right? So, I mean, there's, I don't like it, but I don't think making it illegal is, you know, I don't think making it illegal is the solution. Is that fair? Like I would, I would, sure. I would advocate against it in the free market. I would the same way. Like yeah, it's like a, it's like a last resort kind of like unfortunate no. thing. You yeah. know what I mean? Where it's like, but and I think there is cases where, you know what I mean? Like that, it's it, it can be the right move, but obviously it's not. I don't think it should be like something that's like necessarily celebrated. Sure. Like it's yeah, it's an that unfortunate I thing. One thousand percent don't like about it about the people that are like I've had 21. I've had twenty. I'm like, You're a, a yeah, monster. Are the yeah. cakes? Have you're, you seen the cakes? Oh no, I haven't seen the cakes. What People the cakes? have cakes. Um, what? What? I've seen a lot of cakes, which is surprising. But it was like it's, uh, it's a, and instead of a boy, they wrote abortion. Oh my god! And they threw an abortion party. Fuck. What do you? What do you? What are your? Do you have strong opinions on it? Careful, you're gonna get canceled. I can't get canceled. There's gonna be people who don't want to work with you yeah. in the industry that you don't work in. Right, anymore. that I've been out of for a decade. Um, strong opinions? No, I would say, like constantly thinking about. Like mm-hmm. I watch a lot of um, like sad guru talks about it a lot. Mm-hmm. He's like he's this mystical kind of influencer oh, guy. Sad guru, great. Yeah, yeah, I love him. So he gets into it a lot. I listen. Like I, I try to take the spiritual approach to it. Mm-hmm. Um, I obviously wish we lived in a place where women didn't feel like that was even necessary. I think at some point, and it goes back to having barrier, like you know, b- barriers on things. You have to have a cutoff. Like you can't do this, no rules up until delivery. That nonsense. You have to say like, well, at what point is it not okay? At what point are you, are you? Um, well, in California, life? it's thirty days after you're born. They're trying, right? Yeah. So that's uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean that's where it goes, and yeah. everyone says slippery slope is a lazy way to argue, but here we are. Mm-hmm. So, I think first three months, you know, do whatever you feel like you need to do. I think after three months, that's one trimester. Yeah, you had plenty of time. You had there's plenty of resources. Like I just, I don't think that that's morally. You said three months? Spiritually, right, yeah. Okay. And I still don't agree. Like, I would personally not get one. Mm-hmm. I'm, I think it's a, I think it's a baby. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's, you're, that's my personal mm-hmm. opinion. Um, but I'm not going to interfere with someone else's decision, mm-hmm. period. But I don't think anyone else should within that, that window. Well, yeah. I, I used or, to. I feel like there's, like, good. like, like, uh, like if someone was, like, raped, they don't, you know what I it's mean? Not it's not child's like, fault. It's not the child's fault. Put it up for adoption. But it's also, it's not their fault. But you have three months, though. Mm-hmm. Right, no. And I, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And also, no, just so that I we're think, clear. I think there are cases where. That is it, literally 1% be. 
of one percent and that's never been not allowed of course of course that's never been allowed or not not Mm -hmm. allowed do you know what i mean i also think it's very very important that people understand like this is how disinformation works like and this is how the media goes crazy roe v wade has nothing to do with making abortions illegal right roe v wade makes it illegal to make abortions illegal Mm. Mm -hmm. so like your state can still have you can still have its own jurisdiction and people can vote for how they want to live their life and then you can move to a state however you want like i don't like the political football about this it's like oh well we, you know once roe v wade's overturned we're going to get rid of abortions in our state that has nothing to do with abortions that has to do with trying to get democrat voters out of republican states that's to turn a blue a purple state red that would be something for texas to do to counteract all the people from california moving in it's like well you can't get abortions in texas that's it's political football i hate that it could also yeah. backfire too how so like if, when they did that, when they did the six week ban, mm-hmm. which is super, super early, um, you can get people really pissed off on both sides because most people are pro-choice mm-hmm. to a point. Mm-hmm. Like it's like 60 something percent. Mm-hmm. And that's even in red states. So mm-hmm. if you say six weeks, like six weeks is pretty much illegal because most people don't find out. I found, I found out at two weeks, but I was trying. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Um, but a lot of women don't find out by six weeks. So that's the problem. Well, I, I yeah. used to be very fervently pro-choice. Um, you know, but then lived experience, life experience. I had a friend of mine, uh, got a girl pregnant and, um, you know, he was playing ball. He didn't, he didn't have, he didn't you know, his career, he wasn't in a place where he could raise a kid and, you know, they, they had been together for a while and they had broken up. It was like, you know, crazy. And then he took her, you know, they agreed to terminate the pregnancy, took her to Planned Parenthood and they showed her a video and she got cold feet and literally climbed out the window of the of the Planned Parenthood called her father took a taxi there wasn't even Ubers back then flew back home and now I've I've watched this kid grow up now they're not together you know but I've watched this kid grow up and this kid is awesome mm-hmm. this kid is incredible the kid's like a stud athlete gorgeous looking kid that that kid would have never existed mm-hmm. you know and I'm sitting here like that has changed my mind so much on it where it's like man that kid deserved a chance at life you know that kid deserved it you know what I mean like that mm-hmm. kid's awesome dude so I personally would never at this point in my life I would totally advocate have the kid mm-hmm. but I'm not in a position where I could tell other people what to do right you know what I'm saying that that's kind of where my mind is at I also don't like the people that are like don't stigmatize it like I have the right to stigmatize anything I want like I have the right to be like I don't like this I'm not you know I don't think it should be illegal but you're not invited to my barbecue dude mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. also and this, I could be the sickest fuck in the room, and I don't care. I'm going to be real with you. The type of people that that I don't want their genes moving forward. I'm so sick of these people. Like, if you're a commie, I think abortion should be compulsory. Don't have kids. Don't let your don't let your sick gene pool Not move forward. Not even pro choice, just pro abortion. Yeah, just don't. Just you know what? You hate humanity. Just 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 move. Just live out. Live it out. Live it out. It should be compulsory. It's not the type the type of people that I like and the type of people that I feel like are best for society. They're not having. They're, they're not. This is a discussion that they're not having. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what? Kill your spawn. I don't give a shit. Do it. It's better for the rest of us. I wanted to go back to when you asked uh, Candace about um, with, like, your, your children, uh, uh, like, growing up and possibly being like bullied for something that you did and i think because especially just with your emotional intelligence and stuff like i'd like to i think it could be also be like a like a good learning moment kind of for anyone who like even like if like when i have kids that we saw your dad get lose a fight or something like that like how would you kind of uh confront that 
since you said you worry about it and have thought about it, like how, how do you think you would kind of confront that? There's so many angles with this. I think, honestly, the biggest point for me is did I make decisions based off like who I actually am, like authenticity? And I wouldn't want my kid to sacrifice or like stifle out who they were. Live their truth. Right, exactly. So I want you to be who you are. And that's that's who I was at the time. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that was the path that I was honestly supposed to be taking. Um, and again, like no regrets. And I'm allowed to have a sexual past. Right. You know what I mean? And that has to be respected. And then I also think instilling in them um, privacy, right? So even though I did do stuff online, it was for adults. It's not for your kid friends to be looking at right. and to be putting in your face because there are some things that are between consenting adults. And right. it's my it's my business what I did with my body. It's not yours as my son's business. It's not your friends. It's not your bullies. Like that's like I'm allowed to have that past. Right. Um, and I, I don't know, I think it's going to mostly be a lot of my husband talking to him about it because I don't think any boy wants to hear their mom talk about right, having sure. sex and kind of instilling like what is healthy sexuality, what is healthy masculinity, what is healthy, what is healthy um, femi- like femininity, like all of these things. And sex is supposed to be pleasurable it's meant to be it's not supposed to be shameful it's not supposed to be just between married people like i don't i don't believe that um so it's letting him feel his feelings because he's allowed to get pissed embarrassed all of those things but we're family and it's being able to prioritize that and like standing up to bullies and not Mm, letting someone tell you that you have to toe a line yeah right because like what like you're this and the reality is is the kid that's going to be the first one to show him a video it's going to be because his dad was watching it and Mm -hmm. the mom got pissed off so now the kid has the video and he's going to try to like pass that anger and household trauma onto my kids. So like just preparing him for that situation before it actually happens because it's the whole um, like confidence comes from competence, right? So you have to be prepared for the situation. So how do I prepare him for what I do know is going to happen, which is some asshole kid is going to show him a video. Mm -hmm, Sure. So um, yeah, my husband obviously telling him this is a reality being prepared and I liked what you said about, um, like if you're living your truth and like being authentic and stuff, yeah. like I, I thought that you know I think that's kind of a, a powerful thing where it's mm-hmm. like you know what I mean you're you you own you it. Major to see, yeah exactly mm-hmm. owning it mm-hmm. like that extreme be rabbit yourself kind of yeah. yeah. because honestly what's worse for your kid is like denying that and then like doing a job that you hate and coming home miserable mm-hmm. sure. not having any having any passion or spark or thrill for life like that's fucking terrible that's mm-hmm. how you right. get failure to launch right mm-hmm. you have this kid that's like I'm never gonna mm-hmm. grow up I'm never gonna get a job I'm not gonna move out of mom and dad's house because, loaf. because what I see is my parent that is going in and out of the house day in and day it's out and hating so their life. Yeah. So I'm just going to stay here. I'm going to self-sabotage. So in, in a lot of works. ways, that's monogamy too, right? You see your parents in a loveless relationship. You're like, oh, can't wait to get married. That looks like fun. You know, so they never get married or they blow something that's a, a good opportunity because they, they've, they're conditioned themselves to kind of avoid that. That's a very interesting perspective. Also, if I may offer three words of advice, Brazilian jiu-jitsu. So, yeah. I mean, you know, you talked about healthy masculinity, so I'm sure you're going to want to like you know, oh, totally. tell him that you like how to, you know, use his words and, and that's all great. But you know, for your husband has two boys that grew up uh, right here, you know, a, a, a 
couple well placed, you know, arm bars and tend tend to make, give Billy <laughs> yeah. tend to give bullies a second thought about, you know, hey, what'd you say, Bob? No, One totally. More time? Yeah, I think you need to help cultivate that part in a boy. Mm-hmm. You know, he's got to. It's that whole Iron John mentality where it's every man has a monster in him, and you just have to learn how to tame the monster. Oh, I love it. Now you now you're really yeah. getting into Jordan Peterson. Yeah. Now we're really yeah. going. You shouldn't. You should be a monster. It's Iron John. Iron John was the first Jordan Peterson. Who's Iron John? It's a book. You you guys should both get that book. Any young man should get that book. Pretty aggressive everything that we read. Um, Or even know how to. It's not even big. It is like the original (laughs) kind of masculinity kind of go into the woods, find yourself, be a beast, but control it. It's like Walden type of a situation. I don't know what that is. Henry David Thoreau. Mm. I'm just making up words. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) No, but yeah, it's it's meeting your beast, understanding your beast, controlling your beast. It's called Iron John. Iron John, yeah. It's like the man book. The man book? I'm glad I'm here to teach you guys a little bit about yeah. masculinity. Hey, all right, all yeah. right. And then Five Rings is another really good one. Uh, uh, Musashi? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Okay. This has been so interesting. I, I've, we've gone so long, but I, I do have like a couple more questions if it's okay. Totally, yeah. You think porn has been, or the access to it, you talked about like, you know, how it's the father watching. Do you think it's been healthy for modern sex and modern relationships do you think it's been unhealthy i think it's way too early to tell i think the data right now suggests that it does make people more open-minded to um like gay relationships Mm -hmm. and that's like a big reason why within like five years our culture went from being gay means you're going to go to hell and um you're a pervert Mm -hmm. to you should be allowed to marry who you want. So I literally got fired for not being gay. That happened. It's an actual true story. That, we'll have to get into that. <laughs> well, we gotta, uh, but not, that, not, not, not but yeah, that happened time. in five years. And a lot of the reason is because of is pornography. It, it kind of like normalized that part of sexuality. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I don't think that kids should be accessing it at the click of a button. So mm-hmm. I'm, I've always been like a really big advocate for paywalls. Um, mm. That's the businesswoman in her. Well, well, yeah, of course, like pay for my shit, yeah. but also like I have pay for my shit. It's better for society. It is. I, it is though. I have two, I have two boys. You know what I mean? I don't totally. want them accessing this at an age that they're not aware right. of what's happening. Like at and 18 and up. Totally. Because to like without be context, to, uh, you see, you could stumble upon like something like kink.com, which is mm-hmm. really violent. And then yeah. them think that's normal. And it's like, no, 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 yeah. no, no. Mm. Like there is a lot that goes mm-hmm. into that. And if you want to talk about it, go get your dad. In a, a crapshoot kind of way, right. where it's like what they get stumbled upon. Yeah, right, that, and we know. don't know. We don't know. Like, mm-hmm. it, so some people, it depends because it's that conversation is so polarized. You have some people that are like, absolutely not. It's it's great for um, like liberal minds, and it's going to sure. make you more accepting. And there's no no evidence that there's any effects on the cognitive development of the mm-hmm. brain. But there's, it's too early to tell. So, it, it, But there is. It's almost like too much. And, and it's weird because society has gotten more sexually conservative with our advertising and stuff like that. And when you were younger, there would be a woman and it would just be like breasts on a billboard. And it would be like, smoke Newports. You can't do that anymore. Those things, there's literal rules against doing that now. But at the same time, like you can just pull out your phone. I've seen people on the PATH train in New York watching porn mm-hmm. on their cell phone. I'm like, that's it. aggressive. That's an aggressive thing. That's a, that's a big move right there, bro. Yeah. Like, so like, we can't have boobs on the on the advertising above in the path, but they can be watching you porn on their phone. On the phone yeah. And I just think like from a, a, of a position of like, there really wasn't porn when I was in high school. Like you had like active, like you had to go into the 7-Eleven and like act like you were not looking at the, the hard copy, 
you know, magazines. And then, like, you had to go into, like, chat rooms and download videos and stuff like that. Like, it was you know on use, a modem. Yeah, I would, like, use the search en- engines and try to find it. I didn't, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't yeah. as adroit. I think if anybody's watching this podcast by now, they're two hours in, they know that you're way smarter than the two of us. So, like, no, I didn't know how to use the search engines. I was barely able to get the dial-up to work, dude. I was playing Oregon Trail. But, like, some of this stuff is, like, so outrageous. Mm-hmm. And, like, you're, you, you're having, I can just imagine, looking back at my early sexual, like, escapades, like... You know, she's not moaning like crazy or it's like, does this when your friend come in or like, you know, hey, how many toys do you have? Like there's it's yeah, so like like, like a 15 like year old. Being yeah, like, it's like your first wait, time. And it's like, yeah, you're like, dude, it's not real, man. Mm-hmm. It's not real, dude. Like we were talking about it, uh, not to get too in, in depth, but there was a girl. The first girl I was with was like into this thing. And I just figured, okay, that's what all girls like. And then, like, every girl I was with after that was like, what the fuck are you doing, dude? Like, I'm like, I don't know. I've learned it, man. I, yeah. You don't yeah. like that? I thought everybody liked that, you know? Yeah. So, you, feel, you thought that's what sex was, same way, wa- like, watching porn is like, oh, that's what sex that's is? That's kind of what I'm yeah. driving at in a very awkward way. But I think yeah. it comes down to who <laughs> do you, exactly right. whose responsibility is it to raise the next generation? And it comes down to the parents. So, like, yes, I believe in paywalls. I don't think that you should be able to see the most violent and atrocious things for free and stumble upon it like you're scrolling through Netflix. It's like, mm. whoa, how did I get mm. here? I don't think that that should really be allowed. But at the same time, a lot of this comes from not wanting to have the uncomfortable conversation sure. with our children about what healthy sexuality is mm-hmm. um so it's like you owe your child that discomfort like you that's your responsibility as a parent is for you to deal with that shit so that they are safe and healthy mm-hmm. and what happy. is healthy sexuality i think well obviously it's it's consenting i think that's number one well yeah. let's start let's um, start yes. let's just stop there real quick because some of the stuff that you had mentioned before like i find it so hard to believe that's consensual even though it's filmed i find like consent so hard is to a tricky thing especially when money gets involved and i think that's mm. why a lot it's like of coerced consent you, right so you're saying with her personally what do you say what do you well mean? i don't know have you did you ever get yourself in a situation where you kind where was there was a gray line with consent no, I'm like I I've had to spend a lot of time like leaning into my feminine because for a very long time I was very much leading with a masculine energy. Like mm-hmm. I was a a fighter. Like you weren't going to get one over on me at mm-hmm. all. Like, mm-hmm. I'll bury you. Yeah. Um and that got me a reputation. Yeah. But it served me well because I was never in like a if situation across the line like yeah. you like if a guy fucked 100 right. girls and then wanted half your money. Like what? <laughs> I missed it. I missed it. I feel like I missed it. Nah, 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 I'm Yeah. Um, no. So, so, but the, so you were very, very clear with your boundaries from the jump. You weren't going to do something that you you flat out said no. Oh yeah. I'm sure they tried to pull fast ones on All you on set. They were like, All hey, well, time. you didn't read the script. That we're going to use a bulldozer on you. Kind of. I got fired because they kept doing it. I went to Twitter and I was I called out the company because I was like, if they're doing this to one of the biggest stars in the industry in mm. the world mm-hmm. with a well, huge platform. Could you give me an example, like or specific, be specific? Like what I would show mean, up. Like? I would show up for a girl girl set, and they're like, surprise, it's anal, and I'm like, I don't. I've never even done that. Yeah. That's on my no list. Surprise. What do you mean? Like, yeah, you, how are you going to surprise uh, Like, I would, like, like, literally get out of makeup, and they're like, okay, so today we're doing anal. And I'm like, 
no we're not mm-hmm. and then we had to stop production they pro- pressure you into like totally doing- they yeah, called the up. they called the ceos up in montreal were saying i was being a diva i was being difficult i was a terrible um contract They're girl because you like of a piece this. of meat kind of like, you, like you're here to do whatever we say like yeah. you if you agree to one thing all these people aren't gonna get paid today we already spent all this money on yeah. location like well, all you. of the I tactics never cleared it. Yeah. yeah if you totally. never cleared it yeah totally kobe kind of went through some the surprise <laughs> anal is never a good thing never you know? never so. r.i.p 24 um yeah yeah so like that kind of stuff like really like that's really intense or showing yeah. up i was in the uk and i showed up to a scene and they're like okay it's a giant um like group sex like you're gonna have sex with everyone on set and i was like well i don't do those kinds yeah. of scenes i was like a very pretty performer i didn't really do anything super intense sure. like i did um one showcase that was kind of at my very end mm-hmm. and that was intentional but like at that time i had just started boy girl like there was I wasn't like a trick pony. So mm-hmm. they're like, yeah, you're going to have sex with like these six dudes and 10 girls. And this and doesn't get, this does or doesn't get discussed before. It does, especially when you're a contractor. And then they pull up, like, they're buying oh, there's different price points for all totally. this stuff, too. Like, totally. yeah, yeah, dude, like, yeah. yeah, you know, hey. It's like they're hey. just hoping that you would just kind of like throw them a free one and be like, ah, whatever. Oh, they're, they're, they're gonna, yeah, they're going to get you girls, out there. I'm sure. yeah. You got to look said. at these six guys and be like, like oh, sorry, guys. Oh, yeah. I've <laughs> had that happen. And the guy's like, she thinks she's too good for us. I was like, after you said that, I absolutely do. Wow. Yes, I absolutely do. It's oh, my man. body and I get to decide who enters it. Because you're willing to be, Jordan Peterson's being heavy in this conversation because you're willing to be disagreeable. You weren't able, they weren't able to take advantage of you. But mm-hmm. uh, unfortunately, a predominant feature of Western women and even more so Eastern women is, very is agreeable. they have to be agreeable. Yeah, non confrontational. Yeah, non confrontational. Yeah. yeah, like even to the point of like, yeah. okay, fine, I'll do these six guys, whatever. I just don't want to fight about it. Yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. dude, that's, that's an aggressive. Yeah, that tactic, sucks. That's, that's terrible. But even as a tactic, terrible. like that's that's coerced consent. Like that's that's for not the girls consent. that did you put it. Put those yeah. guys on blast. Totally. The ones who companies that did that. Yeah, yeah. And then Good. I got fired. Good for you. I got fired. Good for you. And then blacklisted. Yeah, you stood by was, your, you stood uh, by your morals and mm-hmm. your your code. I like that. Thanks. That's cool. There, there's a very popular male performer that was accused of doing that all the time. Um, doing what? Uh, Coerc- that essentially, coercion? yeah, coercion and like, like upping or like upping the yeah, he's, yeah, he's, uh, pulling fast. Ones. I've yeah, heard popular it. with uh, you know, same name as like a popular sausage brand. I don't know names, bro. <laughs> oh yeah, J- James Dean. No. Yeah, I've I've never worked with him. I've heard mm-hmm. that, so I I don't know. I don't want to disparage the guy. I've never met him, but I've at the never same time, what, what, what do you mean? Like, you gotta be specific with me. I, I, I can't be specific because it would be slander. Girls would say innuendo online about like him really having a gray line with consent and stuff like that and like yeah. you know saying the camera wasn't on or like like just doing like real shady stuff but i don't know enough about it to be able to be oh. like yeah yeah and i've never worked with him so all i, I know, know is twitter and who knows what twitter is fucking full okay. of shit or not yeah no but yeah the whole point is once money gets involved and then you feel like a sense of responsibility whether it's to the crew or your scene partner sure. or to your brand essentially because monopoly in the states is pretty much a, uh, or monopoly porn in the states is pretty much a monopoly so it's like if you piss off one company like your career is done so it used to be until OnlyFans started right which is the beautiful thing about <laughs> that power. oddly enough I've been on the other side of this where like an executive producer didn't want to pay an actor for a read and like there was like four lines on the read and then that's what they were getting paid for and then I have to be like oh man you know like but hey but what about if we say this or what about, and then it, like they you start looking in their eyes and be like yo Gerard I thought you were on my side here like what the fuck bro like I get paid for this like and 
honestly, I get paid by that guy, but I don't want to ruin the relationship with this guy. I, like, I'm like begging you as the performer. I'm begging you to be like, dude, I'm not doing it anymore. Because I don't want you to make you do it. But I, I got to. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, like, I wish the performer would be the diva. Like, fuck it, I'm the diva. Bro, you paid me for four lines, I'm doing four fucking lines. That, do that. Yes, That's no. gotta, you gotta say no. Because otherwise, I'm not in a position, I'm the lowest guy on the totem pole here. That guy will fire me you're in a fucking heartbeat. Too, and yeah. you're you're the star. So I can't do shit, but I'm like trying to be like, say no, say no. Like, you know, until you say no, I can't stop. Mm-hmm. You know? Like right now, Jamie, like we contracted him for an hour and this motherfucker's going an hour and a half, but he can't, he can't <laughs> stop. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, when you're you in that- You say no, Jamie. <laughs> say no. <laughs> so when you, when you fucking, you know, in that position, you have to take ownership of anything else. Your art is your brand. It's your mar- it's your merchandise. If you had 15 t-shirts and these guys bought three and then they took five, you'd have no problem being like, hey, what's happening? So if they contracted you for X and then they asked for Y, all these performers have to be like, no, absolutely not. You'd be so surprised though. It's really, it's. I would say it's probably the rarity because they don't want to ruin their career. And a lot of them, it's crazy that that's still a thing because you have so many options now. You don't need a company to make a brand. You don't need a mm-hmm. company to be successful. But so many people kind of, they're too scared to do it on their own. Or it's maybe a lot of work. It's too much work. It's yeah. a lot of work. You got to market yourself. You got to cut mm-hmm. your own stuff. It's a lot of work, mm-hmm. you know, as opposed to just showing up and getting paid. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't want to do the work. Yeah, but you do it, then you're free. That's the, you mm-hmm. know, freedom is on the other side of fear. Mm-hmm. So consent. So just to go back to consent, is you'd say it's probably the biggest. Consent thing is the biggest thing. Yeah, sexuality. especially when you're with somebody new and like just trying to figure out what their boundaries are. And I think. Um, How do you think people should broach that uh, conversation? Kinda. I think you. Just ask. Yeah, you just ask in the moment, too. and I think it's like I would love it if you did X, right? right. Or I think it would be really hot if you tried yeah. this. And then if they say no, it's not their thing. It's not their thing, and maybe you're just not sexually compatible with them. But right. so many people might have a kink, especially dudes, and they are too scared to tell their partner, and then they end up, you know, feeling like they're not satisfied, and they're living, yeah, living, withholding that. Totally. And, and there's gonna be someone that likes what you like. You just have to like find that person, and that's yeah. okay if nine out. Of 10 women aren't you're going to find that 10th one but you're only going to find that 10th one if you're honest so right. it's like having those conversations Squeaky wheels get the grease you there's gotta, this really cool yeah. exercise so we did it um when i was pregnant and it's like this intimacy book on like how to keep that intimacy when you can't be sexual because there's like that whole recovery period so you create what they call a sexual buffet and you put like all of the like their menu items like all the things that you haven't done that you want to do or all the things that like you're super into like your kinks Mm. your fantasies and then you trade the lists and then you can look at your this partner you've been with for like 10 years you're like holy shit you want to do that i didn't i want to do that i didn't know and you both were like so like shy about it and then you come to find out you're both into it so it's like this really cool bonding what were some of the buffet items i couldn't think of 10 things you couldn't i don't think so i think you could 10 things it's as Ten many, things as, that you haven't done. Dude, as there's many, like three you could put yeah. as many things on it as you want. Whether it's like an outfit you want her to wear, or like maybe something you want her to say. So you like you gotta get like this is a lot of work. You gotta get like creative and think about it. Like yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's an yeah. activity. It's like a date night activity. Date Grab night like activity. a bottle of wine. That could be fun. Or like yeah. some spaghetti. Yeah, you're, you're like and you're workshopping. Yeah. At like a like hmm. What yeah. do I want? That's but it's cool. cool. It's cool. Like what I've kind of got from you is like you're like a deep thinker and kind of like a like an, a digger. Like you kind of go, you know, with inside yourself. I think that's a cool thing to mm-hmm. an important thing for like people to do. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like you got to yeah. know yourself. I, you know, if you don't know yourself, you're totally, you know, you're kind of 
out there what hanging to, to that and that's mm-hmm. a great that's a great point mickey what advice would you give the people watching right now if they wanted to get more in tune with themselves if they wanted to get more in tune with their emotions and their emotional well-being what would be some some steps you think that they could take oh my gosh um any activity that kind of inspires introspection so whether that's like meditating for you or going on long walks in nature uninterrupted i think um like reading so many people don't read enough so it's reading quality books and finding give me your original. top five what, what give me five books oh, Iron John. give me your That's give me your buffet give, give me your sapiosexual buffet of so i would say um victor frankel's a man's search for meaning is like number one book for almost anybody and it's a lot about mindset and essentially like you get to choose what like what reality you live in no matter the conditions it's like this holocaust survivors memoir it's mm-hmm. really really good um and search for meaning, meaning. Mm-hmm, by okay. victor frankel i would say anything by i love esther perel she's kind of like a sexual relationship um psychologist so anything with her i would say get into stuff that um like teaches you more about like the workings of your brain like neuroscience so i did this thing it's called BioCybernaut. there's also 40 years of zen that dave asprey does and it's essentially teaching you how to get into um, certain brainwave uh patterns so whether it's like alpha theta delta and then these things can help you like really understand like yourself others forgiveness and again like just sh- shifting your understanding of like who you are and where your place in the world is and how you interface with anything um like jealousy or aggression mm-hmm. or whatever those those things are um man i think uh anything what's the guy's name david Demello. so like four four agreements five agreements those are both really good and they're really short and easy and that's the one like being impeccable with your yeah word yeah, yeah. And, okay, mm-hmm. cool. those are like yeah. staples for so many people um i'm trying to think i want to give you one more I'm blinking. We can add it. Okay. I want to do Start some. Uh, I want to do some clickbaity uh, short clips real quick. Top five favorite performers to work with. Go. Oh my gosh. Okay. Um, well, I'm gonna say Mia Malkova, especially she, she was just up in conversation. Um, oh my god, it's been so long. Uh, Manuel Ferrara, like he's probably my favorite guy to work with. Um, India Summer was really great. She's like in the MILF category. Mick Blue was always such a gentleman on set, and he was actually the first guy I worked with. Mm. So I appreciate him so much because he made me so comfortable because I was fucking terrified. I always really liked working with Abigail Mack too, because she like Abby Mack. Yeah, she was fun. She she had that was War Machine. That was Christy oh Christy Mack. Mack. Okay, Abigail Mack. Yeah. What's uh what's Riley Reed like in person? Is she cool? I don't know her enough. Okay. You know what I mean? I I know Riley Reed. I don't know Ashley. Gotcha. So it's hard to tell. Okay. Um, she was she's a great performer, obviously. Like she's mm-hmm. like one of the number one performers in the world, and mm-hmm. always has been. She's always very polite, very nice. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You following uh, any of um, Bella Danger? She crosses over. She's doing a lot of stuff with Barstool. She seems to be hitting. She's mainstream. a fucking asshole. Bella Danger. Yeah, she's an asshole. Really? Yeah. There's a clickbait. There you go. <laughs> yeah. I don't talk bad about a lot of people, but she's just like a, I've seen her make girls cry on set. Um, no she's shit. just yeah, she's just not. Like this was a long down, time ago. Like talking shit. She, like I don't like. I would just see girls leaving, crying. She just talk shit. Like one of those mean girls that just kind of well, gossips. But I mean, this was so long ago, so maybe she's a different person because mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. was the Abella that I knew. Yeah. So I hope so. 
But mm. the Abella that I knew was not not very nice. Interesting. One of our old producers is good friends with one of her ex-girlfriends. She agrees with you. Mm. Yeah, so it's, it's corroborated. It goes back into, um, like, you're feeding the monster and not the real person. Like, mm. there's, I don't, the one that I knew, there was no real person. There was just Abella. Really? Mm-hmm. Interesting. What do you what do you think about plastic surgery in the industry? Does it bother girls when girls get plastic surgery? Is it seen as like performance enhancing drugs or is it everybody's just open and honest? Or does it bother you when people act like they're natural but they've clearly had work? I don't care. It's not my body. So it's mm-hmm. like if you want to do stuff and say that you did, if you want to do stuff and say that you didn't, like that's your body. Do what you want. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if I get mad because your butt looks better than mine, whether it's real or not, doesn't really matter. I should mm-hmm. go fix mine, whether it's through squats or whatever else, if I have a problem with my butt. Well, that's the, that's the whole performance enhancing drug argument, right? The problem is, is that it's like Pandora's box. Once one person does it, everybody has to do it, right? Well, kind of, but you have to like say what's what's important. Is it important that you trend on Pornhub or is it important that you're healthy in 30 years because mm-hmm. you know what's in your body? You know what I mean? So it's like how much are you willing to risk for your career? Um, and that's something that is up to you. Some girls will risk it all and they'll just get like absolutely huge and they're going to South America to get things that are not legal here. Mm. And that's their decision because they want to be trending. Like that's what's important to them. Other people are like, well, this is only for now. This is like a, a stop off zone and I'm going to go here later. So I'm just going to do my thing until I can use this as a as a platform for something else. Mm-hmm. So that risk isn't worth it to me. So you kind of have to assess that on your own. But I think you should mind your own business with people that get so involved in other people's bodies. It's like, why do you care? Yeah, same thing with people getting everybody's money. You mind your own business. Everybody mad at what Elon Musk does with 44 billion. They don't care what the government does. Go make your own 44 bill. Yeah, right? Yeah. If I had 44 billion, there'd be no more world hunger. But I'm just gonna make Show this. me the plan. Yeah. That's it, right? Show me the plan. Yeah, there'll be no more world hunger. The U.S. just printed like trillions of dollars. It's going so well. why are we solving that no. as a nation? No, gas is six dollars, and I have no <laughs> idea how much we're exacerbating world hunger by making all it's the food fine. more Joe expensive. It's fine. Joe Biden can taste, can taste it. Did you see that speech? He's like, I can taste the discomfort. Uh, Everyone's like, mm. oh, he can taste the discomfort. He's, he's starting to get crazy hair out on the side. Old Joey Brandon, man, he's starting to go crazy. He can, I, I can feel it. I can feel it in my plums. Yeah, Joe, it's not great, bro. What do you think about the World Economic Forum? Not a fan. Not a fan. And surprisingly, I saw some speakers there that I really did enjoy, and they were saying some really wild stuff about like minimizing the population and wanting less people. And I was yeah. like, Why'd you say that? I really love cybernetics. You. Cybernetics. So, we're, we're all going to be cyborgs, and the rich are going to be able to live forever. Well, the thing that makes me nervous um, the most, and I think it's going to happen the soonest. And it, uh, there was a couple um, people that I know that were on the panel, and they were talking about program programmable centralized currency, mm-hmm. like digital currency. So Fedcoin. Right, exactly. And you would have this coin that would essentially say, okay, you can use me for bread. Or you've used too much on red meat. Or, mm-hmm. you know, you've bought too much gasoline. What was I just and talking about? that's fucking terrifying. Yeah. What was terrifying. I? I literally was talking about You're just this about not 24 needing, hours ago. Perhaps needing a prescription I was like, to dude, buy red meat. We're five years away from... Cheese is going to be behind the counter. Yeah, like, you know, how, like you know where like tobacco is? You're going to have to be 21 years old to buy cheese and have a BMI of under 50. Yeah, and, we're yeah. going to need to see your blood test results to yeah, sell you people have no idea like they're that we sound crazy to these normies right now they have no idea you think that 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 banning people and censoring people on facebook is just like random that's a test this is all a psyop to see how far we can push people before they push back you get fed coin it's not even that you bought bread twice this week it's oh candace you said something a little nasty about joe biden right there yeah uh, you can't use your atm for seven days well this is why you need to friend a farmer and you need to invest in bitcoin and ethereum and she's the perfect woman bro 
She's the perfect woman. <laughs> digital, is, digital sovereignty. It's the future. Digital you sovereignty. Do it. Personal do it. sovereignty. Emotional sovereignty. Did, you're in complete control of your environment. Yeah. I hope yeah. when you go home Green and candies. the lights are off, she's just yelling at everybody like, <laughs> get that off the floor. I swear <laughs> to God. I hope that this is all no, like, yeah. Oh, God, no. <laughs> no, we were talking the other day. I randomly came out. I just put my son down for a nap and I was like, how do we not fuck up our children? <laughs> and my husband was like, if our goal was to do 10% better than our parents did, we can fucking stop now. We can just mm. coast. We're golden. So like, you need to calm down. Mm. We're already done. Mm -hmm. We're done for whatever your metric was. Like, obviously we're not done. We're gonna keep trying to be better parents and whatever, but. That's sick, yeah. that's awesome. You got anything for her, Mick? Nah, that was great. I Thanks. got a lot. I yeah. appreciate it. Yeah, I, I gotta tell you, you're. you're do it again. Yeah, please. You're such an impressive human being. Can't thank you enough for stopping by. Next time I wanna meet your husband as well. Totally, Would yeah. Would love yeah. to get, get into his mind. Definitely do it again. Jamie, thank you so much for letting us do it. Mick, you want to take us out? That is the MGGM show. Peace. <laughs> <laughs>